0: okay whenever you're ready i need to think about what i want to say
1: that's hi guys we are death and ps promoting the Poofo exchange on potter weekly
2: <laughs> poofoy exchange <laughs> is an awesome place to discuss things other than harry potter fan fiction like and, you know, five. and like that's the purpose of it and not just in the middle of harry potter discussion we start talking about something else
1: and the song uh, of ice Need
2: to talk about these other things. So do you actually is, manage right? to stay on topic? Sometimes depends. Wouldn't on it be
1: funny if we music. were talking about Harry Potter when we were supposed to be talking about something else?
3: That's happened a few times.
1: It like all the stake on PFW, we've gone on about Battlestar Galactica. And then when we're supposed to be podcasting on Battlestar Galactica, we would start talking about Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs>
2: it's quite entertaining. It's zany. It's crazy. It's poofwa.
1: It poofwa. And we're both. There in death row. and I Have should you say, that, it, come listen to us.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, say I was that laughing again. so hard. I'm stepping over you. Sorry, I was laughing so hard going upstairs the other day. I actually tripped and fell because what were you listening
2: to? Stage.
1: The Puffo Exchange,
2: which episode? The oh, last dear.
1: Torchwood one.
2: Ah. Uh... Yes, The door is hysterical and I'm not even watching the show.
1: I'm not listening because I want to watch the show at some point when it's not on a channel I don't get. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say that, I mean when it comes to DVD or something not like it'll suddenly appear on a channel I do get.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, you never know. Maybe the network executives will do some strange <laughs> weird thing.
1: Torchwood, this is a well,
2: so public f- service so announcement. PS telling you to show it on Baby America. <laughs> so far
3: <laughs> on the
1: PoofWitch <laughs> Exchange
2: we're going to be starting season mm-hmm. 3 very soon and we've covered Firefly, something we've promised to do since season 1 <laughs> and we've just recently done a very thorough in-depth coverage of Dance with Dragons the 5th book in the Song of Ice and Fire
1: Yay!
2: And oh my god did we earn the explicit rating that night <laughs> Yes Oh, boy. The other
1: one, Aaron, cursed a lot. And I cursed because they were cursing.
2: Yep, it's all that's their that's fault.
1: Yeah, see, this is when I'm blaming General. I'm blaming General
3: for dropping several (laughs) F (laughs) bombs. Oh boy. Alright, but I'm gonna share the blame with Aaron.
4: Oh, but in the third season it's getting
5: really good. Okay, so Sunday was why is my camera on?
2: Kat, there's a danger you're gonna turn into a Dalek.
5: Terrible means that you can't write in complete sentences.
2: Absolutely, old boy. You've got a cracking good point there. That
5: would make me happy.
2: And that's what this podcast is all about, making PS happy.
5: That's
1: my idea of a good time. I would even say it became fascinating. Bite your tongue. I love Stargate.
2: Which a what one? Cape is just an odd sort of word.
1: It sounds like some kind of ape.
2: Grape ape, grape ape. <laughs>
1: Snape Hermione is never called Ranger Snape contracted to grape.
2: I would read a grape fic actually.
1: <laughs> the but, SS Grape.
2: They're British so <laughs> the HMS.
1: That's Everything goes to crap so Ron has to fix it.
2: That is the fic that Aaron is supposed to be writing.
1: Hermione and Ron are fooling around. That's why I will say I'm so glad that Death Roll exists and has written these accounts, <laughs> Because so many of the other Slytherin Harrys are not different enough to be interesting.
2: And I'm not paying I, her at all to say
4: this.
1: I had a dream about Jane. Everybody around except for me and Jane. Apparently we parted with fruit and beer.
4: was so gonna get an ear too.
1: It reminds me of the Doctor and the Dalek. Do- I'm a TV nerd so I watch a lot of different shows.
5: Zombie play They're like the fighting oh, okay.
2: I'm a scientist I can't do simple math In my I,
5: head I feel like the porky Had to marinate Just so they could have sex
2: Brains
4: To
5: bring us back To Firefly
4: Somebody take some notes We will write this fic
5: Harry decides Not to do that
4: Oh you I'm want so- us To discuss it I right? know oh, <laughs> I'm so
2: confused Why It still doesn't matter Cause who the hell Is book Mal and a floral bond
1: Jane and Simon what? Doing stuff over here
4: She's funny
1: Jane's reaction Is always Best.
4: What'd y'all order a <laughs> dead guy for?
1: It's like Saul.
4: Remember that
2: sex we were planning to have, ever? It's a bunch of misfits who've sort of created something with each other. Jacob boy. Um, sex robot.
1: That makes it seem more natural. It's like, if it's you forever, ever
2: It's like a Dalek. I don't
1: watch TV, I just watch TV all day long.
2: It would be a ship parking yard <laughs> oh god she's going to make them do naughty things
1: they're not bears
2: i shaved my beard off for you we demand more episodes
1: supply them
2: they start when they're really young and they have years and years of training on control or sex even comes into it at all
1: that's illegal that would never happen that's completely illegal these episodes are available at peopleexchange.com.
0: oh yeah i was uh uh, awake then (laughs) (laughs) that'll do it (laughs) the dog is like what was that what was that (laughs) 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 thank you i've had the car for three weeks now i think i like it a little longer (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. really oh my god so, yeah, that was my... And it was not a little deer. It was a big deer. I'm not going to say that it was a full-grown, because it didn't look full-grown. It was probably a juvenile. so I bet. So, the funny thing is... I'm sorry, Sue. The funny thing is about Walt Jockety, who is now the general manager of the Reds, used to be the general manager of the Cardinals, uh-huh. is that half of the Reds' team used to be Cardinals. I mean... Scott Rowland is there and Jimmy Edmonds is there and Isringhausen is there and Springer is there and it's like anybody else that used to play for us wants to play for the Reds? Apparently. <laughs> Go talk to Dwalt. They don't want to mm. talk to you anymore. It's Oh no no. They're not they're not Cardinals anymore. They've been traded out of the system and now Walt is recollecting them as Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. you know, there's a reason they no longer play for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You're Scott Rowland. <sighs> It's hot in here. Yeah, sorry. Not your fault. No. Well, yes, it is. I create the weather, don't you know? Your name is not Beales. <laughs> <laughs> Beales or Beals, as my reader says. That's how I've been pronouncing it. Beals. Yeah. Beals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys are both making so much noise. It's not even funny. I'm sorry. I turned the fan off. No, it's not the fan. I don't think it's the just... breathing. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting lots of breathing. And Am I? I was thinking it was Scott, but then I couldn't tell for sure. And it's almost like <sighs> mics were moving. Have you guys been moving your mics? Is that what you doing? No. Know? This, oh, is, yeah. a t- Ow. this, this is a test. This is a test. Oh, you sound great. I mm. sound great? Okay. I moved I've mine turned mine the fan off. Back. Yeah, Scott stopped breathing. So, so it's not in front of my <laughs> face
2: so much. And I don't know if it makes any difference if it's on this side or... The other side? <laughs> well, Are
0: you wearing fun. two headsets again?
2: Yes, yes, I am. <laughs>
0: right.
2: It's on the other side now. Does that make any difference? Or? It's a
0: little louder, but I don't yeah, hear breath. It seems to be just fine.
2: Okay. While I was switching sides, the little foam part on the end just flew off. So, I should probably <laughs> go find that. <laughs> oh,
3: this is going to be fun.
2: <laughs> this is the side it's designed to be on. I was just wearing it the other way. It doesn't really matter when it's not on my head.
0: You just like being backwards. I understand. So, since we're still not on. Uh, Robert has a new profile picture on Facebook. Mm -hmm. He's holding an apron up. It says, barbecue nude. Show off your buns. Oh, dear. Well, see, you know, people talk about it's very difficult to barbecue nude as well as like cook bacon nude and things like that that because of splatters. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, people are like, you know, I need to be dressed in order to make breakfast. It's like all you need is an apron.
3: That's true. Well, he's really? got
0: this new apron. It's very nice. The back end is fine. The back end doesn't get splattered on. It's Hopefully. the front end. Unless it, it has the... turned around the wrong way. Yeah. So, But anyhow, I thought it was cute. Now, I've turned the fan on again, but i am it's not pointing at me. Yeah, it seems to be okay. Can you hear it? Okay. Yeah. And poor Scott. He's just not breathing or anything anymore. He's gone. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding his breath. <laughs>
2: it's not that bad. I'm just sitting here it's reading not things on
0: it oh, was so. Funny. That could be interesting. So I took Lily with me on my ride north and then back, and she sat in the back seat most of the time. But she'd come up and sit in the front seat and sit and look at me, and was like, "What? Why are you giving me those puppy dog eyes? What's wrong?" And she just looked at me like, "Huh." <sighs> What's wrong with you?
3: to uh, go out! I want to go. Tonight. No, she was.
0: It was nice and cool in the car. No, that's true. And as long as I was in the car, she was fine. Because I'd get out of the car, and she'd be like, "Hey, I don't care if you're getting gas. Let me out." <laughs> you know, she did fine. She only sat in my lap, wise. Well, that's got, good. That's got not a good safe thing to be doing. I know, especially when deer are crossing the street in front of you. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, is this all we're going to have tonight? Maybe. I think so. I don't have...
2: <laughs> there are various people we could in drag in, but they just sort of have no idea what was going on. Yeah, they, sure, be silent,
0: they'd be filler. I don't know where Abby is. Yeah, I don't know. She was all excited. She said she was going to be here, and she's got a new headset, but she's not mm-hmm. here. I tried. Is she online? No. They may not have power or something. Mm-hmm. Because it's been so hot down there. Yeah. they be having a blackout or something. And cats. Yeah away and I don't really see anybody else that we can just grab now what do you mean you and broke Scarlet <sighs> I told Scarlet All right, I read Bella's fic and then I said OMG I just found Kermit Miss Piggy Horn," and she <laughs> went head desk please don't don't no no sue sue sue, sue. why
3: why why I
0: said <laughs> and then she said you'll never ever speak of this again <laughs> <laughs> and I said, You should read it, but I'm sure it's rated high. And then I said, It wasn't my fault. And she's like, So, So all we have to do is say, Hey, Scarlet. mmm, bacon. And and well, she'll she freak hasn't out. Read it. I didn't give it to her to read. She has no idea about the bacon. I mean, no, no, and I think she'll know what it is. She <laughs> would listen to the rainbow connect and tell her ears. <laughs> <laughs> <And> she's stopped <laughs> answering, out oh, there she is.
2: Why, why? There
4: are there so many.
2: Songs about rainbows And what's on the other side Okay, well,
0: Ray wasn't able to do it last week. She hadn't read Aaron. Apparently has been sleeping through podcasts.
2: So. <laughs> could always get Robert in. He has no oh idea God. what's going on either. But <laughs> he's
0: on the treadmill till eleven forty-five. Well, we had we three of us last week. Tree. Yeah, it's fine.
3: You know what? I don't want to deal with this right now. So let's just
0: podcast. Right podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> let's just cancel it and I'll deal with it later. And yeah, and I have pious. Yes.
2: And we should I not have, have Jen- started Scarlet on something which we didn't know if it was going to work.
0: I know. Everybody's talking to you now.
2: <laughs> You're an exciting person.
0: Apparently. <laughs> I'm going to post, leave Sue alone. She's podcasting. I sent her a message hours ago. She's just now getting back to me. Okay. All I right.
2: Jen. We can respond to things while podcasting. It is possible.
0: And Scarlet went off the line, so I don't have to worry about her anymore. Okay. I'm here. I'm good. I believe this is episode 130. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's 131. No, it's 130. I just already crossed it out. That's it. Ah. Uh. Shall I announce? Go for it. Are you ready? I'm ready. You've been recording all of this gobbledygook gook this whole time. Oh yeah, let's let me fix that.
6: Hey Ron,
1: the next time. In this episode, we feature typically Pufwainian on-topic discussion,
4: not only entertaining but educational (laughs) as well.
1: I can touch my toes to the faucet. I can turn on the sink with my feet. Just like the Manhattan Project. <laughs> Let's take it, guys,
2: this, guys. You guys are the most dysfunctional <laughs> people. No, <they're>
6: not. <laughs>
1: we're not! We'll always laugh before
2: the end I'll never think where the story never ends mm-hmm. Okay, we're
0: good. Go. For some time in the future, <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> this is episode 131. No, 130, right? 130, 30, 130, 30. Mm-hmm. 130. <sighs> Welcome to Potterfic Weekly. This is episode 130. I'm Woo. Kelly. I'm Scott. I'm Sue and we are covering chapters 15 through 20 what 22
2: 21
0: 21 15 through 21 of Night zephyr's points of no return previously on part of it quickly
2: we left off with everybody but ron grabbing on to the port key because the yes. people wouldn't let them go and find ron and they're whisking it back to hogwarts Except Except they aren't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they go crash, bang, slam. Boom. Thank you for joining us, Batman. Holy Merlin Magician. Jake bounced. They did. They tried to port key out,
2: and... They wind up at exactly the same spot they left from, because they ran into in some sort spot. of wall.
0: But nobody's there. Oh, they've so all the left. Person, yeah, it was like, oh, they're gone. Zoom, they're gone. Yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> I thought that was kind of odd, you know, because usually when you port key, it only takes Seconds. a very short period of time. And so they would have had to be, you're on your way, I'm out of here. Boom, boom.
2: Yeah, well, maybe they were the last people to leave.
0: But we find out what happens a little bit later. Right, so they all end up back willy-nilly in the same place that they just left. Yeah. And, you know, then they're looking around for the watch wizards, and they're gone, too. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. and they're just amazed. And they look we're- at the sky to see if maybe they'd been gone longer than they thought, but no, it- Looks kind of the same, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. like right at seven o'clock, and so their port key is set. Apparently, if it's the number of hours as the time it was set for, and I'm gonna guess that they were at the Quidditch match from noon until seven. Mm-hmm. So now they have to wait seven squared, forty nine hours, for the port key to reset itself, so that they can try it again. Right, and George and Fred know that this is a possibility. They're the only mm-hmm. ones that know about this flaw in the port key system. Yeah. I thought it Don't was interesting follow. because if you think about it, you're like, well gosh, does that mean, you know, every port key? Not necessarily because if, if you think about this, the port key, say you had a port key for three hours, you know, mm-hmm. to a place and then back, and it would recall you. The port key, it's supposed to be back in the original spot, which to me, once it's back in the original spot, it'll say, okay, I'm back here and it'll deactivate. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, if you miss the port key or if something goes wrong with it, then you have to wait, in in my example, then you would have to wait nine hours. And then it would realize, I'm still in the the first location, so I need to try again. So that's what their reasoning is behind this. But it's a seven-hour wait. So now they have to wait 49 hours to try the port key again, and they're like, oh, we can't wait that long. People are going to be looking for us, and, mm-hmm. you know, something's wrong here. But Fred finds the silver lining, because he says, well, all I can say is, guess we don't have to desert Ronikins after all.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, I love that Fred's watch is in magical mode. Yes. It's, you're grounded if you're not at Hogwarts by now.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's in magical mode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know his mom sent that one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you have to also think, you know, yes, I've read ahead in this, but I'm surprised that the author didn't remember the clock. Wouldn't Molly's clock say "mortal peril"? Mortal or peril for the for the well, and, and it may be that everybody's under mortal peril at this point too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's. Do you remember which one was it? Was it in uh half blood prince? Was yeah, it or what? it half blood prince, because I just read Deathly Hallows and it wasn't in there. And she was she had taken to carrying the clock around in her basket of laundry, mm-hmm. and all the hands were pointed at mortal peril yeah
2: okay i don't think it's possible but i don't think this situation counts as because it's it's not urgent enough not yet (laughs) not where they're supposed to be but they're not actually under attack or anything
0: or could be you know pointed at lost because we'll see about what's going on with this but because i'm a little ahead but so they've bounced back to the location Mm -hmm. and now they're looking for ron yeah and the twins being the twins are taking the mickey out Right. Because Ron's communicating with Hermione. He's like, can they see it now? And he's shooting sparks. And Hermione's calling out to the boys. Do you see anything? And, uh, no. They say one more time. She says quietly. And Ron's like, are they blind? What's going on here? Right. (laughs) And it turns out that they're just (laughs) like... Yes. They're right there. Mm -hmm. Maxim
2: Yeah. At first, I thought you'd never get here. Now I'm kind of sorry you have.
0: (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, um...
2: They are just like, oh, so sorry. Won't happen again today. Anyway. Today, yes, today. four hours. It's
0: almost <laughs> dark, you know. It's like it's, it's not much left in today. Ron hasn't found Valeria. Well, he knows where she is. And so he's now waiting for Harry and Hermione to catch up to everybody. But the fog is rolling in. And it's... Kind of weird fog,
2: so... Well, I know we're the, there's a place we can try and stay, but we should probably head off before it gets completely impossible to see.
0: Right, off they go to... Basically, uh, we in a cave. Yeah. And then we go to Valeria, who's pacing back and forth in the room, and she's, you know, wishing she had actually made the suicide she, attempt, because... She almost got Harry. Yeah, she did almost get Harry. And then we had Ron take off after her, and she was like, you know, I gotta get away from you, because tom says you're bad right and and she's like tom didn't tell me about the boy with the red hair you know told me all about harry but not this other guy who is this yeah. other guy because tom says that harry is evil and this other guy must be evil too because Except he was with him She
2: recognizes him also from this is ron who's been contacting her mind and kind of mm-hmm. helping her right. fight the Dementors mentors off so she doesn't ah. know what to think really
0: Right. so yeah she's trying to figure it out and ron keeps talking to her you know are they there with you now you know he contacts her again before they go to bed to let her know that they're kind of stuck there and that he's planning on coming to see her tomorrow because it's too foggy to come and see her tonight promise me you'll hold on until we can talk don't do anything rash tonight you know hold on right
2: Mm -hmm. and she actually gets to know (laughs) what his name is which is a plus
0: yep
4: did somebody say
0: ron weasley Because Harry had told him her name, because they had never actually exchanged names before. Right. And now it's morning, and he's all stiff and sore from being on the floor of the cave. And And being used as a pillow. (laughs) Starving. (laughs) Of course he is. is. Because the only thing they had to eat for dinner last night was the last snakeless. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's funny that Hermione was using him as a pillow. That's funny. He makes a good pillow. Yes, he does. Kind of a rumbly, loud pillow, but a pillow. Mm -hmm. So off they go, and now they're going to try to see if they can talk to her. Right, but he decides he has to go alone because he's afraid of what she'll do if Mm -hmm. he shows up with anybody else. Of course, Harry's like, what about the Dementors? You can't go by yourself.
2: Ron says, I'm the one she knows, so...
0: She knows sure? I'm here and that I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And Hermione is starting to get Worried. a little, nah, yeah, it's worry, but it's something else too. It's working. She's starting to wonder mm. about
2: this Mm-mm. connection. Right.
0: And then we jump to Albus. Dumbledore.
2: A little interlude in the headmaster's office. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and we have the black and white, we have it here in black and white. Ireland Quidditch match attack. Rogue Dementors kiss 18. Yeah. It's like, oh my. They so had a they aren't th- just in the
2: mine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's just not good.
2: And McGonagall comes in and she's been talking with the Weasleys. They haven't heard anything. The kids aren't back.
0: Yeah, the twins are so grounded. <laughs> And then we had this huge crash outside and somebody says the password, which is dragon lips. That's a good password. Well, that's not right, though. That should be a candy password. The thing is that I get on here is one of the things that kind of stuck out. Sirius was as Snuffles and Diagon Alley with Remus. Mm-hmm. and moody was there buying stuff they needed for an anti-freezing potion for orers in the ukraine which is right. where percy is. Which is and where because it's been Mar- it's supposed to be where it's been ridiculously cold and the anti-freeze charms aren't working Right, You know, and this is, what, March? The beginning of March. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of winter. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's too cold. So maybe there are some dementors around there, too. Who knows?
0: Well, either that or you remember that we're having the MMS was working with stuff there, too. So they were in two different places. They were working in Ireland, and we have funky weather going on in the Ukraine.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, too much of a coincidence going on here. Yes. But Sirius, of course, bursts right in. 'Cause of course. he's the impetuous type, what can you say? Yeah. He reports During all ellipse. these things and he wants to know what's going on and Dumbledore thinks maybe they should send somebody actually to Ireland to look for them and he'd like to pair up Sirius and Moody if they can but he'll have to introduce them because Moody still doesn't know Sirius is a good guy right right yeah he doesn't know he's a good guy he's apparently the one who arrested him in the first place in this Mm -hmm. universe which is interesting
0: yeah but first before we get to there the watch wizard calls back fire calls back yeah and it's um Claudius Regan And uh, Dumbledore sends Sirius out of the room so that he won't be noticed. And Sirius leaves but comes back as a dog so he can listen to what's going on. Right. And as the Watch Wizard explains what happened, Padfoot gets angrier and angrier. (laughs) That was funny. When you're ahead in the fireplace and you look up and you have a dog who's got your teeth bare and growling at you from a foot away, even though you're in a fire, you know, you kind of want to go, I think I'm going to end the phone call. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when same said dog turns around and lifts his leg on your head, yeah, you he uh, really <laughs> want to get out of that phone call. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh boy. Anyway, we have a meteorologist or a meteorology wizard who, a weather wizard, who was cleaning up the weather changes that were made for the game, and he had apparently told the watch wizards that he'll
2: watch the group leave. So he was left alone with them when they were leaving. So he
0: was left alone with them when they were leaving. And they've got all kinds of interesting things that went on here. Apparently there was a Dementor alert, and then there wasn't one, and then they couldn't figure out why there had been one listed, and then there actually was one, and hmm...
2: Mm-hmm. So we have
0: obliviate send, going on. He carefully.
2: sends them off to report on something, and then dashes after them and says, "Oh no, there was no trouble. No need to report on anything after all." And mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and so Ron made it. Ron <laughs> made it back to the Portkey, key, right? So this is bad. So Sirius comes back and says, "You know, I can't go do this by myself because Remus is. It's a bad time of the month." Yeah, you can't take Remus with you. And so now. They got to figure out who's going to go with Sirius to come look for them, and then we jump back to Ireland. Yeah. and here Ron is Ron is
2: coming up to meet with Valeria. He said he would, and he goes in, and she looks very nervous.
0: Right, she's not sure what to think about it. You know, she's been tormented by the Dementors for so long, and she's had Tom tell her that Harry is evil. And Ron is actually stood up for Harry. So does that make Ron evil? And yeah, she just doesn't have a clue. But but Ron is helping her with the muertos. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So she's wanting to give him a chance. Right. And so he's, you know, first she calls them muertos and he says, Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. And, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's, he's trying to find out if she lives there alone and, uh, it's and then he's, but but he's talking to her, you know, our port key didn't work, and how did you get out here, and oh, you must have evaporated, and is the hearth connected to the flu network? And she's looking at him like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yep. then he realizes, oh no, she's, she's a muggle. A muggle. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. <laughs>
2: yeah. His last uh, question is, uh, do you have a wand? And she's like, what?
0: a what? <laughs> no, no. not know. And then he, then he realizes, oh my god, she's a muggle. And then he says, do you have a fellytone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, I'm sorry. I thought I was doing really well with my English because, you know, it's yeah. her first language. But I'm not understanding what you're saying. And then finally it's like tone And she's like, oh, you mean telephone after he pantomimes it. And she's like, no, that's telephone. And she's feeling really good about herself because now he's using the wrong word. Right.
2: Uh huh. And then uh, Ron's stomach gets in on the conversation.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yo, dude, food. Um, So now he's trying to explain things that are happening in non magical terms. And of course, he's falling over his feet because it's impossible. And, uh, you know, he says, I'm not the only one who's here. Maybe you can help us find some food. Yeah, maybe you can let us stay here. She's offering to share her food, even though she doesn't have very much. But she's still apprehensive because she's always had bad luck with other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And he can Because every time head. every time she gets around anybody then Norato's come and then nobody wants to be around
2: her. Because she has no idea what she does when she blacks out.
0: Right. So that was the end of chapter fifteen. Dun, yes.
2: I hope you know what you're getting into.
0: <sighs> yes. Me too.
2: Chapter 16 Partners, Port Keys, and Proud Potatoes. That's, that's a fun chapter title. I like alliteration, as you may have noticed from some of the podcast <laughs> titles. But
0: yeah. Oh. So now Ron is going to introduce her to the rest of the group. Right. And so she immediately recognizes her brothers.
2: Mm hmm. Because they're twins and they have his hair. Right. And she knows Harry Potter, of course, because she had all the, the whole big, long description from Tom. Yep. And the girl with the bushy hair and the name she had trouble pronouncing. Right. Is
0: right. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that one. So they all go in and they eat all of her food. Yep. So now they've got to figure out.
2: Not quite. Waiter. They leave a few <laughs> slices of bread and an apple and a little okay. bit of cheese. Yeah. A whole lot of it, mostly. <laughs> Even that, they, they have to split everything and it really isn't a full meal for anybody. Mm-hmm. But, right. And she tells them about, well, you can go and get some at the store in town, but for some reason these strange new people are reluctant to go there. None of them have Muggle money.
0: I was going to say that's going to be a problem first, <laughs> right? But she's offering to let them borrow Muggle money at some point,
2: right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Fred and George managed to twin- cheer her up a little bit. They're good at that. She's cheery enough to actually take the cloths off one of the windows, so there's actual light in the cabin,
0: right? Because it was really, really dark before.
2: She was kind of hiding.
0: No, I don't blame her. yeah, more than kinda, I think she was hiding because she doesn't yeah. want anybody to know that she's there. So there's a loft in the cottage. There's some blankets that were upstairs in the loft. There is a short couch and a long couch and a cot and like a table and a bench. And I think that's about all the furniture that's in inside the mm-hmm. cottage. So, Ron goes upstairs and apparently is having an interesting time with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Startled, <laughs> yelp, and banging. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another one. Oh, no. Yeah. And nobody can figure out what he's doing up there. You know Why is Ron up there banging and yelping on, about spiders? And they know it's spiders by the way he's acting. Right. And they just mm-hmm. don't know why.
3: Yeah, it's like
2: how are you doing? Ron and Harry get to discover the complex wonders of a ground well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's
6: called and
2: she's noticing tie it. a
0: rope to the bucket and then drop the bucket down the hole and then pick <laughs> it back up again.
2: <laughs> mhm. And she's noticing that they seem to be uncomfortable because in the middle of all their tasks, they keep feeling their pockets.
0: Yeah, and pulling out these sticks and then, you know, looking at them and putting them back. And They want to do magic, but they can't do it in front of her, and she has no idea what's going on. Right. hmm So, yeah. Jeez. Which is why Ron is upstairs yelping about spiders. So, they're having a little talk to her. He's asking her some questions about the Muertos. Mm -hmm. And when they've come back and when they do come and what happens. Right. And why they, what they wanted her to do. And so she tells, she tells them that they wanted her to bring Harry back to the cottage. And then not to bring his friends, just Harry.
2: right?
0: Yeah. And to
2: turn him over
0: to the Dementors. And
2: And she tries to tell him about Tom. And soon,
0: and you know what this reminded me of? I'm sorry. We have to have an obligatory Star Trek reference. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dagger of the Mind was an episode of Star Trek where you had a person who was hypnotized or his mind was altered that when he heard a certain phrase... It would give him in- intense pain, mm-hmm. like you couldn't say bubblegum gum because then you'd you know you'd clutch your head and roll around on the floor, and that's essentially what this is. She's trying to tell him about Tom, and as soon as she starts to think about him, she can't because of this intense pain, and so that immediately reminded me of that. And yeah, I know it's uh, like I said, the obligatory Star Trek reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you hum- can't tell us
2: anything; we wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Tom's got her basically cursed so that she can't. He's got it fixed so that if she even thinks about telling anybody about him, she can't because she's yeah. in agony. Yeah, she can't talk. She can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it, so I'll just shut up. <laughs> it's not an obligatory Star Trek reference. <laughs> it's not. I don't know if it's in fan fiction or or where it yeah. is, but it's something
2: mm-hmm. that like, is um spies or things have some, I don't know if it's in Potter, it would be a potion or something that they've it's, taken. It's
0: the, it's the post-hypnotic yeah. response.
2: If they're captured, as soon as they actually try and say something, they're poisoned or they strangle themselves or something happens and they yeah. can't. But
0: well, you know, it's kind of like that whole,
2: if someone says the word bubblegum to
0: you, you'll get in your car and drive home. Right. Or you'll pull out a gun and like, shoot somebody, or you know, it's like get smart with checkmate. Mm. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's
2: the episode we just watched a couple of weeks ago. So, ah. uh, Max was programmed to shoot the first person who told him checkmate because he always lost lost at chess to the chief of control. Uh-huh. Except he decided he wasn't going to lose and took along this book and spent the entire time reading the book on how to do chess Uh and not making any moves. And it runs out at midnight and the guy who brainwashed him is standing there watching, waiting for it to happen. It's not working. Gets more and more frustrated as he goes.
0: Does he find Yeah,
2: eventually he bursts out with checkmate himself and so he gets shot.
0: (laughs) Of course. Oops yeah so this is like a trigger right she she can't even think about it because she's in pain i mean she's in so much pain that she passes out Mm -hmm. and ron can go in and sort of mind meld with her and he comes back out saying you know i feel this horrible horrible presence this evilness is in there it's so evil and how can he be so stupid who do we know that is so evil (laughs) come on ron somebody who just came back last year let me think about this <laughs> Dead who can control yeah, who leader leader. could it be I know it's, it's Dumbledore <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so anyhow Dumbledore
3: <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the epitome of evil who wears purple spangles <laughs>
2: really? It's Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Ron has, uh, you know, trying to hear what she's thinking. So now they're all like, okay, now we got to get out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, duh. so Dumbledore has now contacted Moody. Mm-hmm. And apparently Moody has been the or in reserve kind of thing here.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, he says he's retired, but really he isn't.
0: No, he's not.
2: Right. It's like, Hmm, and the dog and looks so, familiar.
0: Yeah, the dog looks familiar. <laughs> the dog looks familiar. And, um, yeah. Dumbledore sits him down and talks to him about Lily and James Potter. And runs through the whole story. And now Moody's like, you know, are you telling me that the wrong person has gone to Ask a Man? He's been Ask Man for 12 years and now is, you know, escaped. And oh my gosh, really? Are you serious? This is the wrong person? So now he he's he immediately like, you know,
2: wants to go to the ministry, which uh, isn't going to work.
0: Well, he immediately wants to go to the ministry. And you have to remember that the ministry in this story is not the ministry of. Order the Phoenix. The ministry in this story is, you know, the bumbling idiots. This ministry is not the you have to prove us wrong. This ministry is we don't know what the hell is going on. Okay, the attitude is a little different. They're Mm -hmm. not actively trying to quell the rumors that Voldemort is back. They just are acting clueless, okay? Yeah. I mean, except for they're, Percy. They
2: refuse to believe it, but
0: Well, they refuse to believe it, but they're not, you know.
2: It's fudge at the end of Goblet of Fire. He, this cannot yeah. be happening. This is not right. what's happening. But,
0: but it's uh, it's not fudge during Or the Phoenix. That. Yeah. But it but it's not like I said that they're not actively telling people Harry Potter is a liar. Dumbledore is lying. This is not true. They're just ignoring it. Mhm. You know, hoping it'll go away. That's what their attitude is. So it's a little less Extreme. restrictive. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little less restrictive than it was in or the Phoenix. So now, you know, we've but got Dumbledore Moody. does
2: say, you know, they've heard this. They probably aren't going to believe you if you try. Right. And uh, Moody's wondering what's going on with Sirius now. Then he's escaped. He's living as a fugitive somewhere, probably half dead.
0: And then <laughs> uh, Dumbledore says, "Well, he's an Amagus." Yes. <laughs> And then Moody I mean, kind of goes, one, it's... two, three, puts the dots together yeah. and goes, Aha! <laughs> you owe me a pair of shoes! <laughs> you pulled on my foot! It's a dog! You owe yep. me a shoe shine at the very I, least.
2: Yes. And so they get introduced and grin toothily at each other and um, right. <laughs> head off to Czech Ireland.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they run into things too. Well, they find out that the, skipping back just a little bit, The guy who was the weather wizard was a Slytherin, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: number one. And then he gives them as much information as he has, and then they're off to Ireland. Right. And so they were trying to apparate to the Quidditch site.
2: But they bounce off the wall.
0: Lo and behold, they have a little bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. In the midst of their apparition, Sirius and Moody had just stopped. The apparition had ceased as the two came up against something entirely invisible, yet seemingly solid. Apparently, they just it was like a plexiglass. And
2: um, That wasn't exactly what they thought was going to be the hardest part. Right. No. The whole thing. So there they go. They're so in the middle of some field.
0: Right. In the middle of somewhere where they're not even sure where it is. Yeah, and uh, In some farmer's field. Yeah. And so they've tried firing sparks with their wands. And it's just they're bouncing back. And they can't figure out what's going on. They've got this thing in front of them that they can't get through. With magic. But then with they magic. find out that they can walk through it. But they're so far away from their destination that they don't want to walk. It's too far. Now, and again, here I am thinking to myself, okay, you know that you can't get through it with magic. Mm -hmm. But they walk into it, and apparently they walk into it while they still have their wants. It's just a matter of not doing magic when they go through it. Can't they go through it and get back and try to operate operate again? I don't think of this. I don't know. Maybe At least walk
2: through and then hop on your broom again or whatever. Well,
0: I don't think they can bring the brooms through either. And we, f- we see this later that in flight, the brooms won't go through it. Right. But if they're walking and just carrying the broom, if they're not actually using it as magic, they might be able to get it through. I don't know. I don't know. I think the brooms are infused with magic. So you are there was though. Yeah, I know. But it's that whole weird thing going on here. This kind of really confused me because why you're right, why didn't they just walk through and apparate from there? Right. You know. But then again at the same
2: time the kids obviously can use magic on the inside. Yeah, but they do a few times. But
0: The thing is, at this point, wouldn't Fred and George be able to apparate? They're seventeen.
2: Um, I don't think they learn until Order of They're the Phoenix. Do
0: they they apparate all over the place because they have their apparition licenses by the beginning of Order of the Phoenix. But this is in March of the following year. They they turn seventeen in April. They're almost eighteen years old.
2: Mm-hmm. They but should it, have been But it didn't able come to. up. So if you were yeah. writing this after Goblet of Fire, you wouldn't necessarily. You
0: wouldn't necessarily have it. And I think that's the bad. reason that we don't have. You know, it may be that it's very possible that they think, or in the story here, that you can only apparate from certain zones, like this is the starting zone and that's the landing zone, that kind of thing. But they do talk about apparating to as close as they can get to mm-hmm. the barrier.
2: I think they and, probably and, could, but um, it probably just didn't occur to them that oh yeah, the twins are seventeen when they were writing this uh, yeah, story. I
0: don't, I don't know, but would you would think they would be able to operate inside of it? But they didn't even mm-hmm. try it. No, they didn't try.
2: So anyway, well, they're um, also the twins are the ones who are trying to fix the port key. So yeah. They're not well, you know, they're also yet. hungry. This is true. There, the there are a lot of things easy. they could have tried, either if the town is, the kids if the or town is only foodies. five
0: If the town is only five kilometers away, and it's inside this thing that's around them, then, you know. Yeah, but they don't know that they're in a right. thing that surrounds them. Right. So, mm. Hermione's kind of figuring it out a little bit, because she's watching the fog. Right. But so far, they don't know.
2: Right. Mostly it's because we needed more plot. If the people right. had figured out they could just walk it's through and <laughs> then operate and get them, probably, you know.
0: It's kind of like Harry phoning home, oh, Hi, is Sirius there, there? Oh, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the plot says so. That's what Death Roll always says. Because the plot says so. Mm hmm. Okay, so it is now the end of the day, and Ron has decided... He gets the sofa because he's the tallest. Right. And, um, and, Hermione, gets and Hermione gets the loft. loft gets,
2: which she's is the why girl. it was going on about all the spiders earlier. Mm-hmm. Right, just getting rid of the spiders for her.
0: And the twins and- are not happy about that. They think they should have the loft. And they argue and argue and argue until Ron finally says, That's final. She gets it. And if you don't like it, I'm telling Mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the twins look at each other and go, top bunk! <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of expected Valeria to go up there with them, so she and Hermione oh, would have the girl's own in the loft, but she yeah, already but, has a cot, so they left her up. But the problem
0: is, with not was. only does she have the cot, but they have to keep an eye on her.
2: Right. And that's true, yeah.
0: And so, yeah. The twins have gone off in search of food and have come back with potatoes. Proud potatoes! Lots and lots of potatoes. Yeah, except mm-hmm. they're kind of pink.
2: Yeah, and kind these of... aren't the potatoes they have. It's they picked a bunch of, they dug up a bunch of farmer's potatoes, and oh, yeah. then they cast a spell on the, the rest of that plant so that yes. they would fill up the space again. And they're like, it, they should be fine, but we're not entirely sure if maybe they'll come out pink and kind of tongue shaped because they used the tongue tongue toffee spell on them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: might wiggle when you eat them.
3: <laughs> God,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. that's
3: not what I want. Thank you very much. No, no. Uh,
0: we hope we're not stuck here for long because we don't want people in town finding out that you are too are violating their potatoes. Mm-hmm. Who us?
2: Never. As uh, yes, of course, when you're in Ireland, what will you eat except potatoes?
0: Potatoes. Potatoes.
2: Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, cabbage.
0: Not in the middle of winter, though. Apparently. Trout. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yes. Trout. Hermione knows how to fish.
0: Yay. So, anyway, we have Ron, who's, you know, totally uncomfortable on this couch. He finally gets up and casts a spell on it so he can sleep, and he's telling himself, okay, you got to get a little bit of sleep, but you also have to be on guard and stay awake, and, you know, you can sleep, but you have to sleep very softly, so if anything happens... You'll be wide awake to stop it. And then, of course, he falls into the deep, weasley, snoring. I can just see him snoring away, mm-hmm. Sleep. and a herd of elephants goes through the little house, and he's not aware of them. At yep. mm-hmm. Or, at the very least, Hermione leaves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he freaks out.
2: Yes, it's the beginning of the next chapter. He wakes up, and Hermione's not there. Oh, no! But, yeah,
0: I'm waiting for the chapter. So am
2: I. It's refusing to load. There we go.
0: Bliss and blackmail. And he's charged out of the door and he's, you know, yelling
2: at himself. Because I read these first. Few chapters the day we finished, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other just sort of as we went on. And I started this afternoon from seventeen. Uh, I was going, wait a second, it didn't say at the last one Hermione disappeared, did it? No, it just has him falling asleep and then asleep. charging missing, out the door,
0: missing the fact that she actually disappeared. Out.
2: Yep, but it works when right. you're when you're actually reading it through. That transition works fine. It was just yeah. slightly confusing because I happened to pause there.
0: So he goes and hunts her down. And Mm -hmm. she is... Fishing. you know I fishing and she's mad because he's mad yeah. and of course, he's the all... last
2: direction he looks because why would you want to go back to the little creek right
0: there? so what are you doing out here by yourself and somebody could come out and pounce on you and drag you away and da, 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 da. and she's now she is yelling back at him so he shuts her up the only way he could think of and he kisses her
3: right
2: <laughs> because he's been distracted as she started yelling at him and just spent most of the time looking at her instead right <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, that shut her up really well. <laughs> it did, until he started thinking about what he was doing, and then he scared himself. Right. Mm. He's like, hmm, oh, no, what am, oh, dear, I'm kissing her, I better stop. And so he pulls away, and she's like, uh, Ron, what's the matter? And then he says, I better go, I can tell you're mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh He's got a little bit of a plot at this point, actually.
0: (laughs) She she says, you made me drop my fishing pole. (laughs) Uh, Mm -mm. Now what am I going to do? Well, you know, then she grabs him. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And and lays another one on him. Uh
2: Yep. (laughs) And first thing she does afterwards is talk about his mom and he's like "Uh, what
0: yeah (laughs) talking about my mom now at a time like this what (laughs) (laughs) It's funny
2: but it's because he'd been teasing her so she just got him back
0: yeah say checkmate hermione you win right (laughs) like
2: that and so they kiss for quite some time after that and ron discovers things are getting a little heavier than he might want and forces himself to back away Right,
0: because he's Stop. the gentleman. He's leaning. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this discussion before. <laughs> he likes to lean. Yes, he does.
2: <laughs> and he tries to explain why he stopped, and all he can manage is, "Uh, um, I, or er, um." T- <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and he's,
2: he's like so okay. eloquent. Oh, it's he's really, like, really good at this really, words thing.
0: It's really funny, and the text reader too, because you're like. What 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 what?
2: <laughs> what huh? Yeah.
0: It's like is it skipping? Oh, it's just the sentence it's reading. I uh er, uh mm, what? Yep. So, in order to distract her, he says, "So how do you go fishing anyhow?" Yeah. And then they catch some trout, and she asks him to get a bucket of water so they can clean the fish. And he's like, they just came out of the water. How can they be dirty? She's like, right. no, we have to gut them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please don't throw the heart at me like you did with the heart at Malfoy. The yeah. crocodile heart. The crocodile but heart. She's also noticed the fog. Yeah. And the fog is kind of strange because... She keeps
2: telling him to look in all these different directions and he's like, yeah, there's fog. I get it. Okay, what?
0: (laughs) She says, now look over the ocean and the fog was a wall several miles out to sea. But it was clear between them and the fog wall. Right. So they're like in a bubble. They're all surrounded by fog.
3: Or a sphere.
0: Well, we don't know that yet. Or an arc yeah or something a dome that's it dome that was the word I was looking for it's the whale dome so he He's says well who can explain the, the weather and she said but I could see the moon last night see and and I'm sorry there were some anomalies that we keep running across for one this is a bad time of the month for Remus which means that it's the full moon and a little further in the story it's the new moon <laughs> it's like wait a minute well I'm I mean, having astronomical problems here <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dumbledore said it was Remus's time of the month. What Dumbledore no. said is he did. no, but he said yeah. it could run available. into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it may not quite be time yet, but he didn't they think just, he had. They don't time. know how long
2: it's going to take to find them.
0: Yeah. Well, she says that she could see the moon, yeah. and the next night there is no moon.
3: Okay.
0: Well, we we find this out later in this chapter, I think. But there's no moon. She must have seen a sliver, which means she would have seen it very early in the morning before she went to sleep. <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute, I'm having problems here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Harry Potter it's kind of of like moons see, don't
2: make sense. You, know, you know this.
0: I know. It's kind of like, you know, having astronomy finals and they're having to, you know, sight the stars that are not in the night sky at that time of the year. I mean, you know. Mm -hmm.
2: Ah! So, Mm -hmm. okay. It's like you try and match up the supposed book years with the times that the full moons happen. It doesn't work. It's all right.
0: It doesn't. It's called, what is it called? (laughs) Literary. um,
2: Creative license.
0: License. Yes, thank you. Creative yeah.
4: license fees.
0: And then we jump to the Dark Lord and Peter, and Peter is telling them that the Dementors are fighting again. And I love it. He says, which one started it this time? And Peter's like, you can tell them apart? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently they're mad because the two that went to the Quidditch match right. and the other nine went out and had lunch. Mm-hmm. So Those who so were
3: your- with Valeria didn't get to go on the eating spree.
0: Yeah, the yeah. eighteen. Apparently, the uh, the nine that uh, weren't with her were the kissers. Mm-hmm. So the two that were with her are mad because they didn't get to eat. Right.
2: Yes. Yeah. Night Zephyr's Dementors are a lot more animalistic than they often are. So yeah. Kind of fun. They're very much more animalistic. Like growling and snapping at each other and grunting and
0: snarling, fighting and biting. It's like really they have feet too. They don't float. Mm-hmm. They walk. Right.
2: Yeah. And also we find out that he has a mysterious orb that's rotating six feet in front of his face.
0: That apparently is taking up a lot of his concentration. Yeah, Mm -hmm. his time and energy.
2: Every time he tries to talk to Wormtail, it wobbles. He's
0: not happy with the fact that he has to concentrate on this. Yeah. He wants Wormtail to go down and talk to the Dementors, and Wormtail's like, Uh, you should do it. They'll listen to you better. Mm-hmm.
2: Which he knows is true.
0: Apparently, the orb was shut down in the middle of the night, so they're not sure if Harry is still in Ireland. Right. So they're going to send the Dementors to her to see if she knows. Yeah. And apparently, in order to, and I'm looking at this, and it looks like the only way that they can apparate inside the field, the shield, mm-hmm. is when it's down.
2: Um, Where well, are you getting that? They, I think can, they, apparate- they can only oh. apparate through. Yeah, like- well,
0: he says, I'll collapse the shield for a short time. See, must I do everything myself? Okay, I'll collapse the shield for a short time. I'm losing my sanity. Try to keep me aloft anyway. I'll deal with the Dementors. It's like, mm-hmm. okay.
2: That's because in order to go downstairs and deal with them, he can't be concentrating on that and also getting up and going downstairs.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when he gets there... They're- the gurgling, weasling, wheezing, shrieking, and growling... <laughs> they're fighting. The two that were with Valeria are tearing each other apart. Right, yeah.
2: They're all sounds that he associates with the with animals or people who are dying, which is a symphony to his ears. Apparently, it doesn't bother him at all. No yeah. and, and apparently, also these Dementors can't kiss anyone who's other. unconscious already. The Muggles occasionally faint at the sounds, and then the Dementors oh. kiss them.
0: Well, oh, that's right. Kiss them. No, it says. Uh, he had heard a rumor that the sounds alone could terrify muggles into fainting, at which point they were, of course, lost to the Dementors, or at least their souls were. No, that means that the Dementors kissed them. That's how I took it. Okay. I took it that as they in fainted. The oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I can understand that.
2: All right. Yeah, yeah, I, w- that would I make was more taking sense. it as though. The yeah, me too. Once you fainted. Once the, faint, once the muggles fainted, the Dementors couldn't reach their souls or something. Right. But, yeah, that makes more sense. That Because they're unconscious, it's easier to attack them.
4: Sure.
0: guess it would be easy to attack people in the middle of the night, too. They'd think they were having a nightmare.
2: So, Voldemort yells at them. and <laughs> doesn't really work, but he threatens them eventually. And so, most of them stop, except the two that are fighting.
0: And then he talks to them, and he tells them what he wants, and they kind of hesitate. There's one that's sort of the speaker or the leader. And uh, he tells them what he wants, and, and they hesitate, and he's just, like, living. What? You refuse me? You refuse the Dark Lord? You know, you know, you just see the spit flying from his mouth, and he's having a bad day. Because yeah. did we lose Harry, and then we're dealing with this stupid orb thing that's driving him nuts and keeping him sitting in a chair and not doing and anything. Now, and now his dogs aren't listening to him. Right. He's, yeah, he's just having a tough time here. But. Yeah, and now he says you can't feed again until I have Potter, and they're all like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it, apparently, they don't really speak, but they pantomime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and which really gets me because. Peter seems to know what they're trying to say, and I don't see Peter as a good pantomime reader. No. So, that kind of threw me a little it's bit. It's the whole animalistic right? thing, I think. Mm, that might be. Yeah.
2: Well, he did say that Peter really got no information from them. Mm-hmm.
0: So. I, and he has problems directing them, too. Right. So, it kind of goes back and forth. But, apparently, the Dementors can talk to each other. There's mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. silent communication thing. Right. And,
2: um... Like the Jedi Council and the new Star Trek things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he tells them, you know, I've been protecting you from the Ministry, and if you don't do my bidding, then that's fine, but I'm not going to protect you anymore, and you'd better hope that the Ministry finds you before I do, because you <clears> will <throat> not like my wrath.
2: Right. Nope. And then, he of course... tries to shake his hand, which he doesn't want to do. It's a Dementor.
0: Uh, so they
3: <laughs>
2: but they and- agree, yeah.
0: Yes. And then he goes, and this is the part that just squeaks me out. He goes up and he finds Nagini waiting for him. And he says, you're the only one that doesn't give me any trouble. And I know you're impatient. And I can understand it. And I can't wait for you to have your body. And, yeah. Apparently they're going to put Nagini into, they're going to do an embodiment charm on Valeria.
2: That came up a little bit last week as well. but Yeah.
0: Yes. Then it was the, and a very lovely body it is too, One we can both enjoy, and I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at work, and I'm listening to this during my lunch, and I'm going, ew, ew!" The gal across the cube is from me. Across the cube from me is going. What are you doing? I'm like I'm I'm listening to something that's just, yuck. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. And on that note, we end the chapter. Uh huh. Just as well. (laughs) And move on to chapter eighteen. And we Fawlty end up feelings.
0: Yes. yes, and Ron is complaining because apparently Ron does not like fish. Yeah. <laughs> no. All you have to do is smell fish cooking to know you shouldn't eat it.
2: <laughs> Personally, I really like the smell of fish cooking, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I have it, to clean it first, so that probably makes a difference.
0: Well, the, the problem: fish cooking is fine. Fish after cooking is not fine. Because the scent kind of degrades and it gets, you know. It's yeah, and it stays in your
3: house for days. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know.
0: But, oh, yeah. I mean, broiling it or grilling it, it smells great.
2: But apparently, Ron has different tastes. But...
0: Ron doesn't like fish. Mm-hmm. And he say says, I didn't mind catching them. them. I never said I was going to eat one. And she said, and Homerianis says, fine, suit yourself, have a potato. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're tired of the potatoes too. So, and Valeria yeah. comes out with a big bucket full of water and she's trying to carry it and it's you know she's not doing a very good job and ron rushes over and helps her and then he he tells her you know next time yell at one of these lazy buggers like george he'll help you if you tell him to and she apologizes and says you know you're sharing your food with me i don't want to bug you and he says right but you're sharing your house Right, and you were going to share your food first. So. so he's he's talking very quietly to her, and he's you know, oh well, you know, thank you for letting us stay here, and and are you feeling better today? And you know, he's
3: being very solicitous.
0: Yes, he is, and Hermione's someone is that. not very happy.
2: Yeah. No. Hermione's not so sure about all this.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's getting more and more of a matter of not liking the fact that he's being so solicitous. Can <laughs> so. we say jealous?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I do like her, that he starts asking her, her about what went wrong. And of course, because she's thinking about it again, it's she's starting to hurt again. He's like, okay, don't worry about it. I do this to Harry all the time. And Harry's like, oh, yeah. He said, Do what? He says, uh, Sometimes I drag you into conversations you really don't want to have. He's like, Oh, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Once or twice, you know, every now and then he does yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Once or twice. So, yeah. so Valeria yeah. is starting to see things. She saw Hermione light the fire, mm-hmm. and then the fire was blue. Yeah. Um, And
2: uh, Hermione comes up and says, and Fred asks where she got the plates that she's made. And she says, oh, you know, tree bark, girl guide techniques, a little transfiguration. And Valeria's like, a little what?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: um, (laughs) mm -hmm.
0: Learned it in uh, campouts. Yeah, yeah. So they're tripping over themselves because they're trying not to tell Valeria that they're magical. So they're sitting and eating and... Hermione says something about, I need some water. She gets up to go get water, and Ron reaches over and grabs some of the fish off of her plate, expecting not to yeah. like it, and then finding out that it's good. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and he's <So> like, Hmm. Well, Ralph, I mean, he- come on. He- <laughs> so much- okay, come on. Jeez. <laughs> he eats quite a bit of it.
3: I know
0: if my mouth. I don't know what happened to your fish, Hermione. You must not have taken very much of it Yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They all finished And the food went very quickly And George is of course you know Starving I'm certainly glad we'll be back at Hogwarts by tonight And Valeria was like tonight? Really?
2: That's quick And then
0: she Mm -hmm. thinks that they're riding back to the school on a portkey Which is something that she thinks is Mechanical like a car Well because she thinks the brooms from the Quidditch match Were all mechanical Mechanical as well Mm -hmm. And so, Ron says to Valeria, how far did you say that village was? And Fred and George were probably about halfway there when they went to the potato farmer's place. In case we can't get back to school the regular way, we better have a look around. You know, maybe we can find something to eat along the way. You know, so they're going to go fishing. Hermione's going to go back out and see if she can catch some more fish. And George and Fred are going to put their heads together, not that they really need to do that very much, um, about resetting the portkey. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And he originally says he and Terry and Valeria should go to the village, and then he thinks maybe Terry no, should Harry stay away Terry should from stay from her. here,
0: yeah. yeah. And he doesn't want Hermione to go either because he's trying to protect her. Right. But Hermione Hermione
2: misconstrues everything. Yeah.
3: Hermione he's thinks that he time wants to
2: blown be with Valeria. Control. Yes, yes.
0: So now she's mad. Or she's getting there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and Ron that's is completely just, clueless. That's just Oh, uh, sorry, did you want to go? And she's like, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, because he has
2: no idea what she's mad why about. Why she's so upset. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> okay, so then we skip... <laughs> this was funny We skip to Sirius and Moody And Moody is talking about Flying and creating An illusion in the daytime And apparently the create illusion That they are flat, just like silver shapes When they're airborne, in case any mogul Spots us flying in the daytime <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. great They think you're a UFO yeah. <laughs> And then they talk about Roswell <laughs>
2: gang of young hotshot wizards from New Mexico messing all this stuff up. Yeah. Oh, brother.
0: Shameful. Shameful Uh, thing. An IFO. He'd be an IFO instead of a UFO. Right. Identified flying object. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh,
2: At least he admits that's a bad joke.
0: Yes. That's true. So they go up and they're trying to test the barrier. Because apparently when you have a magical barrier, it's Got edges. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in, instead of having, it, it, you have to think of it like a cylinder instead of a sphere. Right. I
2: expect it to be a wall.
0: Yeah, you, you're you're looking for a wall, and if it, you know if it's okay, it may be curved from one side to the other. That's fine, but you can't. Make something curve in three ways or four ways. You can only make it curve in two ways, like a sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. And then, so when, if it's got something and they find out that it goes up over the top. And so now they're trying to find the edge where the edge of the dome part meets the top of the cylinder part. Right. And there's no seam. It's seamless. It's a
2: smooth dome.
0: Well, they don't think it, they don't know it's a sphere yet. It's just right now, it's
2: just a dome because they don't realize that it. It, it does say even all the walls have some sort of curve like curve, a sphere right. would have. And, but they can't think of any spells that you could cast that would make you a sphere shield. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And, and they, so they, they fly all the way up as far as they can go and then they can see basically a hole in the fog bank. A hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. But they can't see very well because it's reflecting. The clouds above them.
2: Off the shield, yeah.
0: Yeah. And,
2: and they decide, we really need to tell somebody about is. this. Well, and we need
0: to see how big it is first. So we're going in opposite directions, and they fly and fly and fly and fly and fly. And, fly, and, and Sirius pulls out a map. Apparently, I think funny. <laughs> having a yes, map in the, and the do not
2: use maps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like men do not use maps. Did you notice that witches use maps, and they yes, usually know where they're going? Maps are for
2: <laughs> witches and children. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: so, uh-huh. so, Sirius has a map, but the problem is the, the um, Ballycastle Stadium keeps moving. He's in one spot. Mm-hmm. And I have to think of it's like a GPS where it would tell you where you are in relationship to where the thing is. Yeah. But it, keep, calculating. it keeps moving. And mm-hmm. it can't get a fix on where the location is. And is coming That back was something to we our, mixed
2: up last week. Because apparently this stadium that they were at is actually the, in the Valley BATS stadium. Yeah. It's not a temporary one. They just put up for this match.
0: But it's, apparently they okay. take it down between matches, though. If they put it up in the same place, yeah, because we go back and he's at the location. When they, mm. you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about. They hide it from the muggles. That they have sense. a muggle suppressing charm, and then they deconstruct it, and then they'll play. They the next time that there's a game there, because you don't play a game every three or four days. It's like every couple of weeks. That makes yeah, sense. but this also would have a problem with apparating inside the shield. Because if the location that you're operating to keeps moving, you can't operate there. <laughs> that would be a problem. That would be a big
2: problem. And this is so, something weird, because it's not just being unplottable, because then you just wouldn't have a map of it.
0: It's moving. It, it appears, it, and then it disappears, disappears and it appears like in a different yeah. spot. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it seems like a lot of things that are inside the shield look like they're doing that. Yeah. And he's. this is just strange.
0: So, of course then Moody comes back and sees the map. Gives them all kinds of, you know, you have a map! (laughs) And he's like, fine, you look at this and tell me what the problem is. And they look at it and he's like, okay, I don't get it.
2: And they're like, okay, we need to take this and tell Dumbledore and see if they found out anything else from other things. Maybe we can figure out some more and come back better prepared. And uh, Sirius was like, okay, we should do that. But he can't bring himself to do it. And he Snaps and turns around and throws every spell he can think of at the shield, and nothing's working, and he He's gets mad. really worked up and falls off his broom.
0: Yeah, but he falls off the broom through the barrier. He's holding on to the broom, which is on one side of the barrier, and his body and his head is Prior on, the, on the, other the opposite side. The side. So now and he can see the ground.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and now he looks up. not jumping around. Everything is and clear he, there. But. And
0: he looks up, and he can't see his hands because they're on the other side. It's a reflection. So we've mm-hmm. got this mirrored dome it's mirrored yeah. on the outside and on the inside so you can't see in it and they can't see out of it so he's figured this out he climbs back onto his broom and moody says ah oh, yeah over your temper tantrum and sirius says listen <laughs> this is what i could see and i couldn't just yeah. let go because it was you know a half a kilometer to the ground hmm but,
2: I sort of wondered why he didn't, you know, I don't know, conjure a giant mattress or something. But uh,
0: I, You know, I'm not <laughs> sure. I, I don't
2: know. <laughs> they didn't do that uh, either. Yeah. Still have to go and tell them. I'm thinking,
0: or- I'm, you know, all I could think of was, it's the wizard paratroopers, you know. Except they probably don't know what a parachute is.
2: Yeah. You know, they have broomsticks why do they need parachutes. And you can't actually be casting a spell as you're going through, so they can't be casting the floating spell, or it would cut off as soon as they hit the.
0: Yeah. So they decide they're going to go back, and they're going to tell Dumbledore what's going on. Yeah. About the fog, about the dome, about the hole, about the map, everything. Mm.
2: Okay. And just as they are leaving... Is the time when Voldemort puts the orb down to go and talk to the Dementors. Naturally. And they feel this weird wind and the fog moves, but right. neither of them look back to notice right. that the dome isn't there anymore. <laughs> right.
0: It's just, just like, ah, darn it. <laughs> uh, so now we're back to the cottage. Mm-hmm. And Hermione is upstairs in the loft. And she's kind and of she enjoying is, the loft. I don't know if she's. Is it morning? No. The window, the window Ron made for me. She's, uh, she's sulking is what she's doing because she's gone up here after she's told Ron, no, I don't want to go with you to mm-hmm. the village. So basically, she's sulking and she hears Ron downstairs and Valeria saying, you know, I'm ready to go. And Ron goes over to Harry and says, you know, have you seen Hermione? And do you know where she no. is? And yeah, and, and he says, just tell her. And Ron, Harry says, what? Well, just tell her I see her later. I'll see her later. And then Harry, I, I'm guessing Harry kind of looks up. And he says, oh, that's where she is. <laughs> <We won't laughs> you will never long. be
2: an invincible chess player.
0: No, because yeah. you just can't not look, you know. So he says, I'll, you know, we won't be gone long. We'll see you later. So they leave. And she is daydreaming about what happened that morning.
2: Mm-hmm. She's trying to be logical about her feelings. And it really doesn't work.
0: No, feelings aren't logical. That's the whole problem. Yep. Can't apply logic to emotions. So She
2: goes through a whole list of the points about how she's doing things with Ron at the moment. But all it really does is get her worked up again. Yeah.
0: Right. So now she's looking Now uh, she goes back out. And she got cold. And she looks back out and the fog is just pouring in from the ocean. Mid-afternoon. And this is the same time where Baldy has put down the orb to go deal with the Dementors. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. But of course, it's not the time when the port key would be going off again, because that would be too it's easy. Not. No. no. So she takes a nap.
0: Yeah, she falls asleep. And, and she we know that time has passed. We know that time has passed because Valeria has just attacked Ron. and As, as they were
2: leaving to go to the village, well, the, all the, the Dementors came, came after, in. as Foley was right. telling them to. And, right. Yeah. right.
0: So they bring her back in, and she tried to strangle Ron And so
2: After having she, the strange green light in her eyes again
0: Yes, right. that was very odd And then she passed out Grabbed her head, passed out, and he brought her back And Hermione finally comes down the ladder And um, says, you know Watching what's going on And Valeria wakes up And freaks out Oh my gosh, I told you it was awful, I warned you This is why everybody stays away from me I am, oh, I'm evil and dangerous and Ugly and da da da, 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 da. And, of right. course, you know, Ron's like, no, you're not. It's okay. And, of course, then she grabs Ron. And Hermione's like, uh, excuse me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And, of know, course, he's... doesn't actually notice or at least uh, interpret he's... the fact that Ron sort of goes, uh, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. and Well, and he's kind of, like, you know, very...
2: He has no idea what to do. Adding her on
0: the shoulder kind of thing. And then he hears Hermione and turns around and, and, you know, here he's got this 17-year-old wrapped around him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting because Hermione doesn't see that. She sees Valeria wrapped around him and doesn't realize that his reaction to Valeria is oh, my God, what do I do? Right. She immediately assumes it's, oh, yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: She notices the reaction, but she's rationalizes it. Oh, he wouldn't dare oh, hug her, she knew hug her back. knew I was there. She, know, she knows but I'm he, here. Yeah.
0: But he didn't know he was there. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, uh, Hermione, mm-hmm. he didn't know you were there. Oh. Yes. And she storms out of the house. Right. And he's like, Uh what did I do? And she, of course, goes back to the fishing hole.
2: And Harry comes after her.
0: And Harry comes she,
2: after her. All right. She considers running off again, but at least it's Harry rather than Ron or one of the other Weasleys. So. And, and then she also notices the fog has suddenly cleared again. Mm-hmm.
0: that fog is just weird stuff. <laughs> and she's yeah. got it figured out. Or she, she doesn't quite have it figured out but she's at least aware of it mm-hmm. and is paying attention to it. So my guess is she will figure it out whereas the rest of them are totally oblivious to everything. Mm-hmm. So they're actually gone for a couple of hours fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just herring herring herring. Herring how to fish now. Right. So by the time they and get done everybody will know how to fish. Right. Um. So it's been a couple of hours and they're going to more fish for dinner. To accompany the flavorful hearth-baked brook trout some lovely fire-roasted potatoes. crab crabgrass garnish. Mm. <laughs> so yep. it won't matter unless we go find some more firewood. Mm-hmm. And unless you don't mind eating it raw. And raw Ron's like, raw is bad enough when it's cooked. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Even though he really likes that bean. He won't say it. that.
0: So yeah. so of course, I don't understand Harry. Harry and his why do we need firewood? Hermione Good. doesn't need uh it's like Harry, Shut how up. long how long <laughs> did you live as a muggle? <laughs> Good grief.
2: <laughs> Come on. It's the reverse of the moment in book one. Oh. But there's no wood. And Are a you a witch or not?
0: Valeria, who says, "Boys, shaking her head in disgust, Hermione is very good at fire starting, but even she can't do magic. Snort, yeah. Ha, 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 giggles.
3: <laughs> well, funny. actually, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: And, of course, Hermione saves the day, once again,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and says, I'm just really good at finding firewood. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm good at starting the fires, but I'm also good at finding the firewood. Right. So everybody goes out to look for firewood, except for Hermione, who's going to clean the fish.
2: Mm -hmm. And Ron sends Fred and George back to keep working on the porky. Right. Right. So we move on.
0: So we have Valeria, Ron, and Harry, who have gone out to find firewood. Right. Yeah.
3: And that's not a good
0: combination. No, it's (laughs) a very bad combination.
2: Mm-hmm. So Ron starts out kind of making sure that Valeria and Harry aren't in the same area and that works for a while, but then Hermione comes out after him and they get wrapped up in their own troubles.
0: Little world. Yeah. He's keeping an eye on everybody and he's got it timed so that he's going to still be at fire stack when Hermione shows up so that he can write to her. And she sneaks up behind him and sends wood just flying past his ear well, and apparently he can't figure out or do the spell so that they can't stack the wood up. Yeah, he's trying to stack it by hand and it keeps falling and everything. And she comes over and goes flick with her wand. And it, I love this. I need this in my place. Um, it stands up, sorts itself by size, and then stacks itself neatly. Yeah. Settlemente. <laughs> I want this spell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Part of my choice in the next few days is going to be to clean out the woodshed. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. So now he's looking for Valeria because he's lost sight of her. And And he's lost sight of Harry as well. And he's lost sight of Harry as well. And And so, go ahead. Yeah. He's trying not to panic. And they, you know, kind of run around like chickens with their heads (laughs) cut off trying to figure out where they are. And, of course, Hermione comes up with, why don't you just... Do what you did before. Find them telepathically. Yeah. And he's like, oh, duh. Duh. I don't know how to do that. And so he uh, does. And he can feel her kind of panicking and feel that the dementors are all around her. And he's like, where is Harry? And he kind of almost hears Harry. A moan. Yeah. And And he's like, oh, no, this is bad.
3: Yeah, very bad.
0: And so they take off after he thinks you know they're going in the direction of the castle so he takes off in the direction of the castle mm-hmm. and um and to... they catch up they catch they catch up to valeria and valeria is basically dragging harry along mm-hmm. because and harry has a problem with dementors dementors either in their heads in other people's heads or while they're actually there mm-hmm. yeah so he's pretty much toast kind of passed out and yeah everything he told Hermione to kind of hang back, and he's going to go ahead and and kind of make sure everything's okay, and make sure there aren't any dementors really there. Mm-hmm. And so she—I can't remember exactly—but does she stun? She, Petrificus Totalis is her, right? She does that to Valeria. Yeah, yeah. And they get Harry away, and mm-hmm. she wants and Ron wants to stay and help Valeria and Hermione again. Oh well, you forgot the part where he steps out into her path and says, Valeria. You know, stop what you're doing, and she hauls Harry around like she's going to kiss him. Except it's not her who's going to kiss right, him. That's right. It's the, the Dementors. Dementors that have taken she's her over are going to kiss her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's been possessed by them, and that's when Hermione Petrificates, petrificates her, Petrifies her.
3: Yeah.
0: And of course, <laughs> you have a person who now cannot move and cannot figure out why she can't move. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's terrified, of course So they get Harry away from her And Hermione takes Harry back to the cottage And Ron says, you know, leave me with her I'll deal with her Picks her up off of the ground Turns her over She's been weeping You know, she can't figure out what's going on So he tries to explain There's right. some things about us that are different from you I'm not allowed to tell you But we can do some things that you'll never be able to We're not trying to hurt you or kill you or use you for something terrible but you know we had to do this so you wouldn't hurt harry and um and you're not mad you've not gone crazy i'll tell you the same thing again later if you need to hear it later i'm going to stand up and i'm going to you know you'll be able to move
3: right
0: and mm-hmm. so he t- he uh does the counter spell and she thinks that he's hypnotized her yeah it's the so, only thing she can think of <clears throat> and he says sense. yeah sure <laughs> That's yeah, exactly what it is. Yep. I did. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And uh, and he wants to help her and stay with her. And Hermione is just adamant. You know, she tried to kill Harry. It's all her fault. And Ron is like, it's not her fault. It's the Dementors. They take over her mind. And so yeah, and, she, and so Valeria is like, you see me for me, and you don't see them. You know, you're the only one who can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see the difference. And, and so uh, she, and once again, Hermione thinks that she likes him. Yeah. And that he likes her because, you know, got to go for the older woman. <laughs> the older foreign woman. Oh, yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> it's Fleur all over again.
0: Oh, yes. There it is. So I don't think Fleur was possessed. Yep. So now we have Valdi talking to Beals. Mm, yes. And Beals is like, I didn't know what you know, you know, and so, yeah, Crucio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me excuses. Crucio. I'll teach you how to do excuses. And he's like, but I did what I thought I was best. Cause, they were going to get away, and I didn't know what to do. You know, Lord is pretty much saying... Oh.
2: You're not supposed to think. Yeah. I do right. That. <laughs>
0: that's
2: exactly it. <laughs> exactly.
0: I did not give you permission to think. So, yes, you're not of any use to me anyway. Crucio. Right. Bye! You know, So that's the end of chapter Charming nine. Charming fellow. Yeah, oh, yes, he's yeah. so nice. You know, he's- I... It's just amazing to me. It's like you torture all of your followers. Why do they follow you? Why? Yeah. It's glorified before they get there. And then once they get there, they figure out it's not. But by then it's too late because he never lets you leave unless you're snake. Right. And if you're reading Battle of Wills, straight up. Yeah, well. (laughs) Sorry. Had to just throw that in. Yeah, well, you know. Then we go back to chapter 20, which is Gates to Nowhere, and we're back to Moody (laughs) and Sirius. I love this because they're arguing. Yes. Back and forth, back and forth. And they're outside the gates. They're arguing about where would have been the best place to operate to because yes. they're trying to get back into Hogwarts. And as we know, you cannot operate into Hogwarts. So, mm-hmm. you know, should we go to the forest? Should we go here, or there? Mm-hmm.
2: And apparently, as- the established apparition point for right. secret missions is uh, clearing in the forest somewhere. And Sirius just operated outside the front gate. It's closer.
0: Right. <laughs> Because this is you know. Harry, and he doesn't want to wait. Thank you very much. Right. And Moody's—he's he's got treating his broom very well. Sirius is just appalled at the way he's treating that poor little. Broom. Well, yeah, that's because Sirius has a—you know—it's kind of like the restored '68 Mustang. You know, <laughs> he's got a classic refurbished Nimbus 1972 racing broom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so funny. And then Moody just <laughs> shots him, him and the broom. It tells him to shut up because somebody's coming. Right. <laughs> and it's actually look who it is.
3: It's the car.
0: Yeah. And the Weasleys. The charmed, temperamental, old blue car that lived in the Forbidden Forest. Apparently, it's not living there anymore. And it loves Mr. Weasley. And all he has yeah. to do is show up and call, and it shows up for him. Right. I like this, though. The, um, Where was it? Um, Oh, there was a sudden loud wail from the inside of the car. And I thought, the car is crying! Oh, it's Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Moody gets a ride up to the castle and leaves Sirius and Doghorn to come up himself. Which I thought was really funny. Because he said, oh, I had a partner, but he seems to have wandered off. Don't know where he went. Mm Mm-hmm. And he starts off, the dog starts up the hill and realizes he doesn't have the broom with him and so has to go back and get the broom. And the Hogwarts students are treated to this sight of this great big dog carrying a classic broom in his jaws. Right. (laughs) Uh, So we have a meeting between Dumbledore and Moody and Snuffles. And they're talking about, you know, how much do you know? We've contacted the Weasleys, obviously you know this. Uh, we've contacted the Grangers. The Harrises—they're here today. The Dursleys were sent a message, and of course, I haven't heard any response from them. Oh, of course not. Uh, of course not. They're probably like, "Yay, Harry's missing!" Woo! Yeah. Then they talk about the weather instrument that was able to shield the professional Quidditch games from bad weather. And they ask Moody asks if they found Beals yet. And they say no. no. Haven't been able to find him. And they they want Moody to talk to the everybody, and they're going to wait till morning. And of course, that's not. Something that Except- Sirius can handle. No. right. Those kids have been missing almost 48 hours. Right. I'm not making them wait anymore. So off Sirius goes. Yep. And then Moody catches up to him and says, You'll never find them by yourself. I'm going to come with you. Just don't call me Mad-Eye. anymore. You'll call me Moody or Alastor. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to call me Mad-Eye. Yep. And he's like, okay. And they start off again. And we switch scenes back to Ireland. Yep, where the Portkey is ready to leave. We hope. We hope um, they're going to, at eight o'clock. Once again, Ron says, "I can't go." <laughs> they're like, what do you mean you can't go? And he says, "I have to stay here with her because we can't take her with us. We'd be in and so she needs trouble. help, and she needs my help." Right, and, he and of needs- course, Hermione comes down and says, "What are we talking about?" And Fred says, "Ron's not going back." And of course, Ron is like, don't tell her like that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, fine. Yeah, she is not she happy. She is in a huff once again. You're staying here to help her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, come on, Hermione. That's not the way it is. And he's, you know, he's thinking to himself, I have this power for a reason, and this has to be the reason. So I have to help her. I promised I was going to help her. I can't leave her high and dry. And this is Ron, you know, Mr. Always in the Shadow. And this is his right. chance to shine. Right. If I can do something for her, and this is why I'm here, then this is where I need to be. Right. And she doesn't accept that. She's that's not... You can't. And so they all leave. The port key activates... And disappear. then we have so the four of them disappear. Valeria is in the cottage. Apparently he asked her to retrieve his cloak so she doesn't see them leave. And so but he's of he turns right goes back
3: out and they're not and, there. And, and
0: yeah. they aren't there. And so they go there's they're heading back into the cottage and you hear a whistling sound. And Fred appears crawled <laughs> on the ground. And then Harry and Hermione appear and she sees them appear. And she sees Harry and Hermione reappear yeah. out of nowhere. Oh, George stayed too. It was her friend, uh, Ron and George were staying. Right, because they didn't want to leave Ron alone. Right, because George was going to get grounded forever if he came back without his little brother. Right. And so, uh, you know, she's like, I-, I saw them appear out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And now she's frankly turned That
2: kind of tore it.
0: Yeah, and, but they're going, why was this blocked again? Something's wrong. We keep running into something. And Harry kind of looks at them and says, you don't suppose that it's Voldemort's here? And Ron. and Ron was like, no, no. He's, That's impossible. He's in the Ukraine. You know this. He w- Dumbledore told us he wouldn't lie about this. Right. And you're like, right. He wouldn't lie about that. He His stubbornness is keeping him from even thinking about the idea. Right. hmm
2: He's having a fudge moment. He can't face Voldemort being there, so.
0: Yeah. So he'll just say, no, he's not here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And especially since Harry, are we sure about Harry? Are you sure? I mean, really? <sighs> and uh, <sighs> we're in the next chapter. Chapter 21. Ron is now able to pick up on where Hermione is. Ron is now able to tell that she's around him mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And he asks her if she's okay. And she has scraped her hand up. Yeah. When they landed, when they she got some gravel embedded in her. In the heel of her hand, so he's going to fix this. Yes, because he wants to do something for her. Yeah, and she's you know ticked off at him and calling him Madame Pumphrey and trying to make him mad enough to leave her alone, and it's not working. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that was the, like half the chapter. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're <laughs> gonna sit here and you're gonna be good. And she's like, what if I don't? And he's like, then I'll put a full she body says, bind on you. He says, I'm gonna fix this, and then I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna listen to me. Mm-hmm. And this is where he says, "New moon tonight, no extra light." From there, eh? So it's not the new moon, so it's dark. Yeah. So he lights his wand, and she's trying to threaten him, but her wand's clear over in a rucksack, so she doesn't have it, and he has. Yeah, it. but he's cleaning the stuff out of her hand, and. She's now relaxing, and he's taking care of this, and it's very calm, and she says something, and he doesn't rise to the bait, you know, kind of thing. And then she says, damn. (laughs) He says, what? Was that you swearing? Yes. She says, I want to be mad at you, (laughs) but I can't. Because you're being nice to me. And she needs you. She needs you to help her, and then I shouldn't interfere. But it seems like maybe you want to be around her more than just to help. You and she have all these secrets. And he's like, secrets? You mean when I try to tell her how to try to fight the Dementor? And Hermione's like, I just want to be back at Hogwarts. I just want it to be like it was. I just want to be back where everything makes more sense. And he's now
3: frustrated.
2: Yeah. I do like one of the bits just a little bit earlier, before he manages to explain anything. He makes a smarmy comment after telling himself he really shouldn't, and then she then goes, "Uh oh, okay, she's entered the silent rage phase."
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 the silent rage phase. Yeah, well, at least he's got the phases down, you know. Yes, that well, he's thing. been, he's, you know, he's known her for like what five years now. I would sure hope he'd have the phases down by now. Yeah, really.
2: Mm-hmm. So but yes, he's trying to explain the whole thing that really he just wants to help, and they're going to work and try and get back to Hogwarts as soon as they can. You know, Missus Weasley's probably on a spree, and that'll help. And he's starting to get through. And George comes out the door and says, oh, uh, Valeria's having a problem.
0: We have a problem. Yeah. Valeria. And of course, it's like, now what? <laughs> we find out that she's, that's when she saw them come back. And she's asking all these questions and they didn't know how to answer her. And so she just started shaking her head and she's calling us liars and saying we're trying right. to trick her. And, yeah. So Ron makes a decision. Yeah, he does. And he sits down
2: we're going to tell her the truth.
0: And we're going to tell her the truth. Mm -hmm. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. He tells her that, I don't know, would you call this like a felony? Probably. It's the um, statute of secrecy. Mm -hmm. The code of secrecy, that's what Hermione calls it.
2: It is called the statute in the books, yeah.
0: There are exceptions to it, obviously. Uh, You have... And I thought this was interesting because it says, it's generally accepted that the Prime Minister of England and some other high-ranking middle officials with ultra-high security clearances were allowed to know out of sheer necessity. And the first time that we see the... Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time we see the Prime Minister, he's been notified because Sirius has escaped. But the right. second time that we see him is actually at the beginning of the book that hadn't come out yet when this was written. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. the beginning of five.
2: The time we actually meet the Prime Minister. Is
0: that? Yes. Yeah. Um, so you have high-ranking officials, and then, of course, people whose children are magical. They, they know about the Wizarding World, but nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he figures, and I agree with this, You've got a Muggle who is being affected so much by magical beings Explain this to her. Yeah, because she has otherwise a right to they're know.
2: they're going to need she's to know. Going
0: yeah. to lose her mind, right? Otherwise, she needs to know. Yeah, she definitely needs to know. And so he's trying to explain it to her, and she's like, "Yeah, like you hypnotize people." And he's like, "No,
2: no, <laughs> I don't actually. Even know what that is. Uh, we don't." <laughs> yeah. And then we
0: have you know, remember it's like magicians who right. saw ladies in half and stuff, and the twins are like, "Saw ladies in half, really?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! I don't really saw that. I have guys. <laughs> don't even try. And he, you know, he's like, Uh, "Harry, can you translate this for me? Because I have no clue what she's talking about." And then, of course, you know, I think it's funny because Mr. Harry Potter, who you know obviously has brain damage because he can't remember when he was a muggle, now he's t- telling him, "Oh yeah, by the way, can you talk to her about this?" <laughs> it's like, jeez, tell Hermione too because she's got more brains than Harry does at this yeah. point. Um. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, yeah so they, they explained to her what
2: the twins asked Carrie was. why they saw ladies in half, and he's like, mm-hmm, I, I don't know, prove uh-huh. they can put them back together.
0: Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the wrong thing to say to the twins. Solve this in half and see if I can put it back together. Oh no! Hey, Ronnie, kid, you want to try an experiment <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yes. Hey, but Jimmy, Hermione, he great idea. Oh yeah, so yeah, so
2: they do it with mirrors and smoke and specially built boxes. It's for show.
0: Right, so it's- he's still trying to explain all this to her, and Hermione has gotten up and is wandering around the room, fidgeting. And They ask her to make fire to show what magic is, right? And of course, she's like, "Well, why don't you do it? And but you do it better. You do it. You it. The spell lasts longer right. when you do it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do it, bank the fire for them? So she- and then she's like, "I'm going to bed." Mm-hmm. So she goes to bed.
2: And Valeria in here actually gets excited and makes a mention of Tom, but nobody picks up on it. Right. No. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah,
0: she gets excited because they talk about Portkey, and that's what the Dementors told me to tell Harry when Tom, ah! Right. She grabs her head and she stops. But it doesn't stay very long. No. So they've decided that they're going to put a leg locker curse on her to leg locker spell. It's not a curse, it's a spell. They're going to put the spell on her. And Ron says, I'm going to put this on you, and then I'm going to take it off. So you can see that it's not permanent. And then I'm going to put it back on you so that you can't walk, so we can all, can
2: all sleep. Can so her if her she's head. possessed again during the night, nothing can happen. Right. right. So he does that. Of course, they probably should that.
3: Have had Hermione do it, because,
0: you know, her spells last longer. Yeah, well.
2: <laughs> fire is apparently her special expertise, anyways. So.
0: That's right. And so they all go to bed. So we have the fire burning. We have Valeria with the leg locker spell, and everybody has gone to bed.
2: And And that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, Ron is very frustrated. And he still hasn't managed to clear things up with her. And that, yeah, that's where we end. I'm
0: trying to make a difference. I'm trying to make a difference, and why don't they give me the chance to be me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's where we end for the week. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the next one starts off on a high note. <laughs> <It's> just uh. <laughs> You'll have to join us next read. week to find out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read yeah. either. So there my, go. I am liking this a lot. I, I've been having to force myself not to keep going in the reading because I want to know what's happening. And But I'm trying it this way for the first time. I've always, always read the fix completely through before we've podcasted before. So I, I'm doing this just a little bit different just to see what it's like. There are major things that are obviously not the same. The Dementors, the way that Dementors act, for one, they definitely don't act the same. The way that you're going to find the Patronus, those don't act the same. The way that they're conjured is a little different. Just a couple different things here and there. You That'd know, obvious missteps. But they're mm-hmm. considering that this was written between book four and five, it's got a lot of a down pat.
2: Yeah, it really fits quite well. It's not as though they wrote it between four and five to go after the books that didn't exist yet. Right. They right. written it in the place of book five. And, right. And from where we were at that point, there's nothing really that seems illogical. Well, except for the wizards not doing some of the things that would make sense to do, but they're wizards right. they don't necessarily think. Eh. Right. I'm interested to see what would happen if they ever cast a patronus around Valeria. Like I was expecting them to do that once once they sort of got Perry away from the Dementor influence, I was expecting them to immediately cast one of those to drive the Dementors out further. But- yeah,
0: but the problem is here the only person who can cast one is Harry.
2: Mm hmm. But, I mean once he'd sort of recovered a little bit.
0: He's not recovered enough in any close proximity. I That's suppose. The, yeah. You'll see. You'll see what happens here. It's
2: kind of I odd. I don't know how it would work with them being in her mind, but I'm curious to see if... Well, considering um, that she
0: was a, considering that. she was about to kiss Harry, and I, mm-hmm. I mean kiss with a capital K, you It know. seemed to be more than just in her mind. Yeah. And yeah. you'll see that... Those are the
2: times see. when she blacks out, when she's yeah, actually and you're, under the control. Yeah, are going
0: to see some other stuff that happens too. Mm-hmm. So. All right, then. Yeah, <laughs> Cool. Well, we'll have to come back next week and find out what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you think of so far? We have, summarized. summarize, we have Moody and Black who are trying to get into what appears to be a sphere-shaped or dome-shaped force field that is being hidden from the Muggles with a reflective uh, charm. So repelling the, repelling the fog. fog. And, and magic in general. And magic general, right? Can't get through it. Uh, You um, uh, have—they've tried to port key out, and they can't. And we Mm -hmm. have to operate in, and they can't. Try try to operate in, and they can't. And now
2: George have decided to stop waiting for the squares of seven to show up and try setting the port key themselves.
0: Right. They're going to try to reset. So
2: hopefully, nothing explodes. (laughs)
0: Right, <laughs> right. We have had, uh, what else have we got here? What's going on? We've had a reflected back, and now we have a muggle who knows About that they're magic. magical. Yeah. Right.
2: And we have Ron, Hermione, drama, and teenage angst.
0: Right, yep. And
2: and snogging. <laughs> <laughs> In between the bows of angst.
0: Yeah, right. I was going to say, an snogging angst, and snog, kissing. angst, right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I meant snogging and fishing. Yeah. Fishing. Yes. That's Not new... and kissing. That's the same thing. Is that, is that for... the new acronym
3: or new... Um, yes. Uh, what's, the yep. what's, what's,
0: the, what's the word I'm looking for? They're just about to go fishing. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Euphemism. Euphemism. Thank you. That's new euphemism for kissing. we <laughs> 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 fishing. we fishing.
3: Right.
0: Do you know how many different euphemisms we have now? We have wallpaper. We have fishing. We have bagels. We have... <laughs>
6: Playing guitar.
0: Playing guitar. <laughs> Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs>
6: what was the
2: last one? Yeah, right. um,
0: there was one from Kez's fake. I can't remember what it is right now. <laughs> oh, I don't we remember. had one
2: just a few weeks ago that came up as well.
0: Flying <laughs> <laughs> on our brooms?
2: No. Uh, no.
0: All I can think of is that new blubbering Humdinger song about time. I don't
2: think I that one. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Oh, shoelaces, of course. That's one. <laughs> shoelaces. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm not oh. sure that one's for kissing though.
0: No, that one's uh, for more <laughs> other things. <laughs> more. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, dear. Well, does anybody else have any thoughts yeah. or come back next week and we'll do this all again and
2: I'm sure we'll have a great time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, next week's um, we're not actually sure what we're going to cover. We'll let mm-hmm. you know, obviously, at the beginning. Um, we were planning on doing fifteen th- 22 to
2: twenty-eight.
0: Actually, yeah, we were planning on doing fifteen, uh, twenty-two through twenty-seven, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on at the end of this story, and uh, there's a lot of action, so it may end up being twenty-two through twenty-six, and then twenty-six th- or twenty-seven through thirty and then 31 through 33. So we're not really sure yet. We're going to take a look at it, but we'll let everybody know.
2: This will be a mini-episode series.
0: Yeah, and I can say that because I've actually... I listened to three or four chapters today just... Because I've been listening to them through an audio reader, and they are very long. I was in the car for six hours and listened to three or four chapters, and that was it. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff going on during those chapters. So I think we're probably going to add an episode, mm-hmm. add a podcast. We just
2: as a point for you to compare, an ordinary book chapter is usually about 22 minutes or so. Yeah, so for and these are— six some hours of, to only be four, yeah.
0: Some of them are over an hour long, so. Yeah, that's long time. They're are long chapters. Obviously, we're going to be covering 22 through at least 26 uh, next week. Again, this was uh, Points of No Return by Night Zephyr. Uh, it is available on the Sugar Quill as well as on Fanfiction.net. Yes. We will have the Sugar Quill link in the show notes. But uh, I guess that's uh, it's all for me. Yep,
2: that, that wraps good. it up for the
0: week. And so we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye, everyone. So hold on to the wonder that those books
1: brought to our life. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.
0: Stay tuned. We have a special edition of Peoncast coming up next.
7: We have a scarlet. A scarlet? What's a scarlet? Um, excuse me, say what? Scarlet has college! Hello. Where is my hi- stuff coming from? Ack! Ah, I don't know how I have this set up. <laughs> I have to this <laughs> my computer. One moment while I close the door. What are you doing, child? Meh! <laughs> <laughs> how about the part where I haven't actually called anybody from this computer before? Oh, well, that's no excuse. What kind of computer is it? It. I've got my Mac, but I'm running Windows because I haven't had time to sit down and get used to Mac yet. Mm. Wow, strangest. Oh, much better, much better. You sound better. Yes, mm-hmm. now I'm actually hearing y'all through my earbuds instead of through my speakers.
2: Oh, nice. that's useful.
7: I think Oklahoma is rubbing off on Scarlet here. A rubbing off? I always sound like this. <laughs> y'all. Just, I don't think you've ever said y'all to me before. You haven't spoken to me extensively before.
5: Well, we have been on, like, six or seven podcasts together. Y- um, I
7: use y'all. <laughs> she hasn't actually
2: spoken <laughs> that much on some of those podcasts. That's
7: true. Okay? true. I was kind of duct taped in the corner, like, how many? Twice? <laughs> I was quiet during one. I was barely able to figure out how to talk in one of the others.
5: I'm talking about the Firefly episodes. Oh, those ones I don't remember
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drunk? She must have been.
7: I was not. I was studying for my ACT. Ah uh, uh, excuses.
3: excuses. Hi. It's been a crazy Hi. week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not think about the week. Okay. Can we
0: not even think about the month?
3: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I met some of my children yesterday. I met some of my new parents yesterday. And I told all the parents, I am the mean teacher. Get used to it. I will make your children cry. They will cry. (laughs) But overall, I think I have a very nice class. Such Mm.
3: fun.
2: Fanfic. The final frontier. These are the ramblings of the PFW peons. Their continuing mission to explore strange new stories, to seek out it. new authors and entirely unending tangents, to boldly review where no one has done before. In some fashion. You're late. Late? What's it matter? Why are we all here?
1: Harry Potter. He marries Ginny. They live happily ever after. There is literally
0: no
2: way to move forward from this point. Ah. Yes, I know, I know. But if we can't move forward, why shouldn't we
4: move back? So look alive and don't you fret.
1: For it's not over. It's not
6: over.
2: Hi everybody, welcome to a special edition of Peoncast. I'm Scott.
7: I'm Kat. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Sue.
2: And Sue and Scarlett are here with us today because they are the winners of the not over yet challenge that we had on the forum, and we're going to discuss their winning fix.
0: Hang on just a minute. Hold that thought. Aaron just contacted me. Let's see if we can pull him in. <laughs> 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 um Scarlet fix.
7: I has a fic. You has a fic Which is actually really rather surprising since before this I wasn't really writing fic. Or haven't been for a while.
0: He says he hasn't read them, so why don't we go? I know. So, Scarlett, before you tell us why you wrote this, why don't you explain why you came up with the
7: challenge? You're making me think on my feet. Axe (laughs) Um, why did I come up with this challenge? Well,
2: I'm (laughs) guessing it has something to do with the song, for one thing.
7: Well, only slightly. Okay, okay, okay. So, once upon a time, there was this series of books called Harry Potter.
5: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Too far back, too far back.
7: (laughs) I think they've all read Harry Potter, Scarlett. (laughs) And then they made these movies about these books. (laughs) But as all things must the movies came to an end, which Aww. caused great sorrow and sadness among many people. including myself. Myself included. I am a people.
0: Yes.
6: Good and to
7: know.
0: So. We think.
7: <laughs> oh, no. We're thinking? That's bad. Mm. Anyway, Dangerous the great master. sorrow, sadness, and lamentations caused me to think, we need more fic. We need it to not be over. That and I had a Harry Potter sequel running in the background at the same time. And... Thus, the challenge was born. Okay.
2: And several so, different people wrote ficlets and drabbles, all of which you can read at the Potterfic Weekly forums and possibly on the website as well. I don't know if they're in the library or not.
0: I think the library is can... defunct.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's it's on my to-do list. I'm trying to finish a degree over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. But I did want to put in, um, Scarlett, I know you and I kind of are sharing a boat with a bunch of people. Oh, wait, wait. Is it a boat boat? <laughs> yes, it's a boat boat. Okay, just checking. <laughs> um, that the summer this came out, you had just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And I am about to graduate college. In the summer the final book came out, I was graduating high school. And I was 10 when Harry Potter first became known in america so yeah
7: it was a sad summer (laughs) oh it really was thinking about it i started reading these first second grade because i've got a photo of me from second grade where i got the book and i started going to like little library book parties and i actually made like second page of the local newspaper when deathly hallows came out because i was like one of the first people online Mm -hmm. so this whole thing's been kind of surreal because it This has been what my whole public school education was Mm -hmm. like at the same time. So really kind of odd and good, but weird that it's over and now I'm in college. It's it's not over at all. (laughs) Well, yes, yes, yes. That is the point of this. But this is what the thought process was before. Mm -hmm. I'm making hand motions. This isn't good. (laughs) No, I I
0: talk with my hand all the time, too. Just to let our listenership know, what we did was we had people submit stories and we put them up, I put them up anonymously so nobody knew who wrote what. And people got to read them and then people voted on which ones they liked best.
7: And they also got to give comments. That was important.
0: They got to give comments. And basically we had said that we would discuss whoever the winners were on a Pioncast type podcast when it came out. And then, lo and behold, Scarlet and I weren't the ones that kind of won, which was weird and not what we were looking for. But these things happen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but Scarlet had the winning long form ficlet, which is called Impressions, and it starts actually with a quote from the books, which I thought was an interesting touch.
7: Mm -hmm. This is probably where I say something insightful, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to if you don't want to.
7: I like. I like starting, because that's where the whole I I actually put that quote in with my notes at the end, but it kind of starts the whole theme of what I'm doing with that story. Mm-hmm. With the, now I have to look at it, because I don't remember which quote that is. That's bad. It's my word, Severus, quote. that I shall
5: never reveal the best of you. Dumbledore sighed, looking at Severus' ferocious, anguished face.
7: If you insist... Mm-hmm. Yes, that one. I've been switching between fix recently, so...
4: Don't we all?
7: Hello, Aaron. It's an Aaron. Hey, Aaron.
4: How's everybody today?
7: Good. Good? Cold.
4: (laughs) Cold sounds nice.
7: Bipolar weather out here.
4: About 95 degrees out there today for me.
7: It's cold here.
5: We we get seven months of winter here.
7: Mm I miss 95 degrees without humidity miss that. It's shirt sleeve weather but cool enough that I had a jacket this morning.
6: Cool, so cool.
2: Sort of cloudy, cool-ish here. It says 17, but that makes you guys think it's much colder than it really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's in right? 63. There we go. Yeah. That's yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, it's 66 here.
4: I haven't progressed to the point yet, Scott, where I can do metric temperature in my head, but I can do kilometers. I can do that, no problem.
2: Fortunately, my weather website has a handy little converter on it.
4: <laughs> oh, that's nice.
2: There you go.
4: Yeah.
0: So, Aaron, we, we're just starting to talk about Scarlet's thick impressions. hmm And we're talking about the quote, my word, Severus, that I shall never reveal the best of you. hmm And that's where we were, so just to bring you up to speed, so to speak.
4: Which is, of course, from one of my favorite chapters of Deathly Hallows, The Prince's Tale.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. And Aww. Yeah. I actually have not... I need, I need to finish reading real quick. Mm-hmm. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> Yeah,
2: kind of brought Aaron in with no notice whatsoever, so... Yeah. Yeah.
4: I, and it's not like I haven't been reading fanfiction. I had a four-day weekend because I took time off and I read all four of the Teddy Lupin and the Books by Fernwithy, which was Ooh. pretty cool. So I hadn't read, the, I hadn't read nice. the last two.
7: I need to read those. You too. Yeah, me I, too. I have a good reason for why I haven't read them. School. No, my own stuff.
3: Yeah, that works uh, We'll talk
7: about that later. I'm not reading any more
5: fanfiction out of PFW until I graduate at this point.
4: Okay. That's a good plan. I, myself, had read the first two of that series before, but hadn't even realized she'd finished them, and then I found out, I don't know, some time ago that she had, and I wanted to go back and read Shifts and Shades first, which were both excellent, and made *Leather* four books even that much better. She's very good. Very nice. At
2: least one of those we're covering next season, so that'll be fun.
4: You're doing Shifts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Cool, cool.
2: So the actual ficlet... After Dumbledore's quote at the beginning, there starts with Harry helping clean up the rubble of Hogwarts, basically.
0: And my question to you, Scarlet, is is he using more than a push broom? There might be a rag involved. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can just see my push brooming the pile of rubble. I'm cleaning, really,
7: I am. <laughs> so, it says there were question? levitation
2: and repairing and banishment and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
7: yeah. So, you a question, Kat?
5: Well, my question is, why is he not using his wand? He
2: is using his. I wand. think Carrie is. is. Okay, Sue was just reminded was of the scared. scene with Filch.
0: It's not. I'm
7: sorry. I will go it in my corner. It's what you're <laughs> good at.
2: <laughs> oh, you're so kind.
7: But yeah, everyone's using their wands. It's kind of, it's a little bit after the whole battle, and people have gotten a chance to kind of process things a bit. So now they're going back and cleaning up.
4: Mm -hmm. The impression I got was it was at least a few days later. It mentions, yeah, and
2: it mentions that they're singing, which immediately makes me think of The Sword in the Stone with his self-cleaning dishes and all the various things that go on there. Malaka says, Malaka
4: says, Malaka says, Berepidu. Now stop, 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 stop. See, here, Sugar Boy, you're getting rough. That poor old tea set is cracked enough.
5: It makes me think anyway. of Dangerverse, but that's just me reading too much Dangerverse.
7: <laughs> I might have read too much Dangerverse also, so can't blame you there.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Okay. <laughs> But they are making a lot of noise, apparently, even how oh, so can't I did compare.
5: I did have a question about why the students were still there. Wouldn't their parents' come and get them the third years would be- their parents
7: wouldn't come and get them? as I said, this isn't like immediately after the battle. I didn't really see it as like the week after. I didn't really set down a good time frame on when this is but okay. A lot of sludge. Kind of like all of Hogwarts community coming back and rebuilding it. So there's current students, there's like ministry people, there's all sorts of people everywhere because whole big amounts of destruction, kind of bad, kind of more than 30 people doing cleanup. So it's like late Mm -hmm.
0: summer and everybody's come back for a work party. Okay. Okay. Mm
5: -hmm. That explains it a little more. Okay. And Harry
0: has an idea and he goes hunting for Luna.
2: Mm -hmm. While he's been cleaning, he's noticed a certain absence when he was looking through the window of the Headmaster's Tower. So he finds Luna, who is having a chat with Sir Cadogan. Mm -hmm. But she uh, interrupts him because she doesn't want Harry to become infested with Raxbirds.
0: (laughs) Right, well...
4: We don't want that either. Well, as we all know, Harry's prone to doing that because uh, he just has uh, something about him that attracts those Raksperts. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the glasses. Maybe they like glasses.
7: That must be it. Or people yep. with green eyes. Mm.
5: No, I, it's I think could it's could the, the glasses because Raxberts are like babies. Uh, people who wear glasses, babies grab your glasses off your face because yes. they're shiny. Mm.
7: Yes, mm. I know. So, aside from Raxbert habits... <laughs> 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 so, she wants so- to know
2: what she can do for him, and it takes him a little bit to actually get to the point. Mm-hmm. He has to sort of realize what he's going to say. And, of course, Luna is very good at distracting him.
6: Mm-hmm. But he
2: <laughs> wants her to paint a portrait like of Snape to go with all the other headmaster portraits.
4: Mm-hmm. And I Because love- he deserves to be there, even if he's, you know, even if most people don't understand him, he was headmaster, and he did what he could. And he yeah. died for Hogwarts. A... Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did. But
2: we actually don't see him ask the question because he tries a few different ways and keeps going off on some little tangent or other. And she says, okay, why don't you sit down and try again? Just don't let the rock experts win. <laughs> then it just skips to after mm-hmm. he's finally managed to ask properly. Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> Actually, while we're on this point, I'd like to bring something up about it. The, as he's saying, I actually want to talk about Snape. I've heard you're helping restore portraits. That's a funny way to ask a favor. Does everyone do it now? Start off on one topic and inquire about another. Should I? Harry happened to miss Luna's slight grin as the unmistakable urge to bash his head against the wall grew. Don't let the Raxperts in, Harry. She patted the helmet next to her. Sit down and try again. (laughs) I was actually kind of referencing Half-Blood Prince there a bit. See, I got mm-hmm. a Simpsons vibe. <laughs> I...
2: Where did that come from? <laughs>
5: so, okay, so no... if you if you watch The Simpsons, they always start on one topic, and about ten minutes in, they completely flip to another.
2: Oh nope. no, I haven't watched them enough to know that.
5: You can insert think. the cricket tear editor yeah. because apparently no one no, watches no. The Simpsons. <laughs> you're absolutely
4: right that's one of their things is they'll start off it'll be an episode about lisa going to the dentist and then it'll turn into an episode about homer leading a union and that's not even an exaggeration that's an actual episode it's you know totally they they, they start one way and they go another way there's one where the episode starts off being about homer playing softball and having a magic bat and then it turns into having major league baseball players on the episode (laughs) and the magic bat is forgotten yeah,
7: so. All I can think of is Jen's bat on a leash. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, poor Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but the bit with half-blood... Cr- Oops. Aaron? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Aaron, you're making funny noises over there, buddy.
4: That was my cell phone. Sorry about that.
7: At least we know he's <sighs> awake. But no, with Half Blood Prince, from when Harry was asking Luna to the ball, and he had that yellow eyebrow. The whole does everyone do yellow eyebrows now? Should I have that part? Is what oh, I was okay. trying to reference. Hmm. Kind of showing that and whole Luna growth from Transfiguration in the, the classroom.
5: You have to understand, Half Blood Prince is my least favorite book. So I read it like once, and I've seen the movie once, and that's enough for me.
4: For the shame. only reason I remember you this don't part? have all those little details.
7: Only reason I remember this part is because it had Luna in it. Otherwise.
4: It's mm-hmm. a good reason to remember something. Luna is made of awesome.
7: She is.
4: One of the interesting bits
2: about this little universe that Scarlet's created is that apparently the portraits of the headmasters are usually created by the castle. But the reason Snape doesn't have one is it's too damaged to use magic for that. It's just trying to hold itself together. Mm-hmm. So, I did that's love why that part. he's having Luna do it.
0: Yeah. And I like that she totally agrees, doesn't hesitate to agree, but then she says, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it. And Harry says, well, how did you start the ones on your ceiling? And she's like, well, Daddy placed a sticking charm on me so I could stay up there. And then she's like, but that's not what you meant. Sorry. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I could just see her up there, stuck to the ceiling, fainted. Yeah.
4: <laughs> At least it was a timed one. He didn't leave her up there indefinitely. You know that would have just been awkward. Like he has to stay late at the Quibbler, and that's oh, I'm sorry, Luna dear. You've been up there for sixteen hours. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's all right. I got my whole ceiling painted. (laughs) 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 Yeah,
2: little hard. And she would have found three new
4: types of creatures too. (laughs) Oh yeah, maybe
0: only three. Dust molds, for
4: sure undershooting a bit i know but yeah she was painting too you know she was distracted
7: right but they live in the paint don't you know <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, so
2: but her problem in this case is that she didn't really know snape very well mm-hmm. because he was a hard man to get close to and she's not sure she could really do it right And he says, you know, you did a fantastic job, it would be fine. But she says, no, really, he's much more complicated than my version of him, and that gives him an idea. Mm -hmm. He says, okay, I'll go get a whole bunch of memories from as many people as I can think of that knew him in some fashion, and then you can see him from all these different angles, and give it a try that way.
0: Which is a perfect
5: Which I also
2: thought was really neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
5: I have a question about this, because I've been curious would Harry go get memories from Draco because Snape was Draco's godfather?
2: Hmm.
7: I don't really know. I hadn't really I specifically thought Draco.
2: If he was possibly? going to do that, he would write to him, so he wouldn't have to go there and <laughs> ask him something. And he could sort of work and out what I to don't... say
4: and send it. You know,
7: send creature. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't think that Malfoy would have been at the castle still. It's not like with everybody else who were probably still there banging away on, on what are they called? Suits of armor. Why am I blanking mm-hmm. on that. Uh, everybody else was there helping out, but Draco and, and Narcissus and Lucius they wouldn't have been around. They would have been they'd have been off. So yeah.
5: depending, it depends on how closely you take book verse versus movie verse. Mm-hmm.
2: True. Mm-hmm. They're vacationing in, mine, somewhere in the middle.
7: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Heads up, everyone! If you hear background noise, that's my roommate. Say hi, roommate.
6: Hello. Hi,
7: Hufflepuff.
6: I'm than Hi,
0: roommate. Shh. Did she hear? Could she hear <laughs> us, Scarlett?
7: I don't know. She. They say hello. uh uh uh. uh. Tell she her ways. what I said. I didn't hear what you said. Tell her hello,
0: Hufflepuff.
7: <laughs> She's <laughs> gonna kill me if I say that. It's
0: okay. What? Tell her hello, Hufflepuff. One of them says.
7: Hello, Hufflepuff. There are I'm not four, a
0: Hufflepuff! Four Hufflepuffs <laughs> on knew. this line.
7: They're all <laughs> Hufflepuffs on this line. All four of them. I am the lone Ravenclaw. Yes, but I'm not a
4: Hufflepuff.
7: You are a Hufflepuff. I'm not a Hufflepuff. Yes, you are. I'm not a See how mature so, I am when I hit college? So,
3: <laughs>
7: we, That's just we
5: need to name this pian cast Four Hufflepuffs and a Ginger.
7: Oi! Oh, that is not nice! <laughs> <laughs> Oi! <Oy. laughs> <laughs> you!
4: It needs to be some sort of adjective in front of Ginger, though. And a wacky Ginger, maybe? That could work.
7: Oh, <laughs> We haven't even to the podcast. <laughs> heard me crazy yet, so... She hold she I'm about being immature? <laughs> <laughs> immature Ginger?
2: Only a little. <laughs>
3: to be good to so me red again. I don't want to be red.
7: Like, do you so <laughs> <crazy>? <laughs> She's a Mary Sue. Ah, hi, you're a Mary Sue. I really wish I could put a microphone on my roommate. This would just add a whole new dimension to the wackiness that is my life at the moment. Yeah! <laughs> She's well, calling you awesome. a Mary
3: Sue. I heard her.
7: I did not. Her oh, name Mary is Sue. Sue what a Mary Sue. Mary Sue. What did you say, Kat? Hey,
5: she knows what a Mary Sue is. I am
0: pleased. She does. She's She's Not everybody does. She's a fandom person.
7: Lord of the Rings. What's (laughs) the other one? Scarlet won't tell
0: her about Poofla.
7: I refuse to. I like my life being thank you very much. I'm going to (sighs) smuggle something to her. There's got to be a way to do it. Oh, sure. (laughs) Oh, dear. I'm scared. Anyway.
4: Anyhow. Time passes. Back
7: (laughs) Much time passes. We're talking about something. I think
4: it's called a fic.
0: Yeah, Are we talking about that? We have ten minutes possibly. Left so we might actually get there.
7: <laughs> That's a funny one. Wanna tell another one? Not not. Who's there? <laughs> who's there? She's being slow. I see that. I'm telling
3: Taylor oh, that well. she
7: can't answer the question she's deaf and she doesn't
3: know that
7: you asked who's there. Oh, oh be quiet! Oh, oh, oh. No, it isn't. Anyway, moving on. Editor, (laughs) please make my roommate not sound so idiotic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, now. Okay, children.
0: So we have the one-year anniversary creeping around Ah. the corner when Luna Mm -hmm. and Harry finally exchange words about this favor, and he is sort of surprised that she's waltzed into his office
7: that he shares with Neville and Ron. Yay, Neville! Why is Neville and R? One of the JKR interviews.
6: Yeah, so, I true. didn't
7: pull this out of nowhere. Really? I thought really? it was yeah. the herbology teacher. I'm so confused. He ended up... It's not he from ends the, ends the it, epilogue. He starts
4: off... Sorry. She's right. It does start off as with him becoming an R, and then he quits and becomes the herbology professor at some point. Okay. I don't remember where exactly that tidbit comes from, but there's, I believe, it's in, it's in one of the dozens of interviews or whatever it is. Yeah, you know. she's mm-hmm.
0: done so many. Yep. Yeah. So she's hiding this from Neville. This is going to be a big surprise, and apparently she and Neville are together, which I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with, no. because I can see them having a little bit of a sling before they each go their own ways. So-
5: I do have an issue with it, but it has less to do with your fix, Scarlet, and more to do with the movie. Okay. So yeah. yeah, well. <laughs> <that's>
2: just- <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> movie issues are a whole category of their own.
4: Yeah,
5: I think my issues with Neville Luna are just, like, these came out right after I saw the movie, and I was just like, uh, I can't take more Neville Luna. It's an overload of Neville Luna, and now everyone's gonna write <laughs> Neville Luna because they saw it in the movie.
4: People were writing Neville Luna before. It's
5: true. I never really liked the ship to begin with, but It, it, it feels like the leftover can't. ship.
4: It's like, we've got these six people who do stuff. Oh, we've got these other two pairings, so there's two people left over. Let's put them together. Why not?
6: Exactly. Even if it
4: doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. The only time I I've ever really liked though. Neville Luna was in uh, Viridian's fic, uh, in Nightmares of the Future Past. Is, it yeah, made a I little more sense then, us. I guess. I do really
2: like the idea of Neville giving Luna ingredients from his greenhouse to yeah. use in all the different paints.
0: Especially yeah. to get the right shade of black. Because it really is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having been to the expo and seen his robes that they use in the movie, they're not black. They're purple. Yeah, so.
7: Yeah, that makes okay. it really interesting. I didn't know that. I learned something. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, the uh, lighting Voldemort's- in the dungeons and such that make them look black.
5: And Voldemort's robes are green.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah I know. they really yeah. light green, which is weird. Mm-hmm. At least the cauldron ones are, but they were soaking wet when he was wearing them, so it would darken out some. And then there's the lighting again.
0: When I talked to Diane, I was giving her a bad time because on the expo, she got in trouble for touching Snape's robes. But they were still No s- <laughs> Yes. They were still <laughs> setting up Voldemort's robes and somebody else's. And because they were setting them up, they let her touch them, the people that were there. Oh. I think it might have been Bella's.
3: <laughs> so Yes. Diane That's was fondling was Snape's
0: robes. And- <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have no trouble picturing her doing that.
0: <laughs> no. I do like that Snape would not thank Luna for doing this. He liked his privacy. No. And I can just see him being very grumpy as a painting. <laughs> but at the same time, I think he would be
3: secretly honored. Well. Very
7: secretly. Yes. It's
2: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. a complex that, that small man. small part of himself he Always would never nice. admit in a thousand years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the part of them that's going. Ha! Huh, James Potter doesn't have a portrait. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yep.
5: I've read fic where James
4: Potter has a portrait. Although well, it's true, or does he? Because as we continue down, there's Luna's other project that she refers to. mm,
2: Yeah. I guess he yes. has a a joint portrait. So they'll probably yes. be wandering through frames, annoying each other. Yes.
6: Perhaps.
5: I can only yeah. imagine the chaos yeah. that happens in the headmaster's room. <laughs> Painting portraits. Yeah. I don't know. Wars. Maybe the
2: maybe the regular portraits aren't allowed into the headmaster's portraits.
7: <laughs> can you see that one Who actually knows? being able to work? I don't know. I lost all my coherency. Great. I swore I wasn't <laughs> gonna do that until like twenty minutes in or later. We're in more than twenty minutes We're in. We're forty minutes in. Okay, fantastic. I can lose all coherency.
4: Just go crazy.
5: So I just like the concept of... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> Hufflepuffs? Hufflepuffs. <laughs> yep. What the hell? So, I, I just like...
4: <laughs> Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders.
5: Sorry. Yes, we all know the line. Go anyway, ahead. I just like the idea of painting, like, in-painting Prank Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I well,
3: can so see it you happening.
5: know.
2: If there can be a giraffe wandering through 15 paintings at once, I think there can be prank wars.
4: And I think the fat lady at one time drinks a bunch of wine out of one of the other portraits. That's true.
2: Mm, Possibly. Yeah, Yeah, she goes to visit Violet and have a party. That's right. I can definitely see uh-huh. Harry being uncomfortable with all the ceremony and things. They're having a big thing about the final battle and there's all these speeches and stuff and he's paying no attention whatsoever and then all of a sudden there's this painting mm-hmm. of all of the order from, I think, the first one and the second one. And they've put it all together.
4: Right. And, and it's all it's the people who hope.
2: had died.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 And it hangs where the <coughs> Room of Requirements door once opened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going back to the movie, which I know we're not supposed to do, but in the movie, that is just this huge blank wall. So I could just see this huge painting there. It would fit really well. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. The
7: movie really influences this a lot.
2: Mm -hmm. And apparently Snape's portrait gets snuck into the headmaster's office while everybody's (laughs) paying attention to the other stuff. Mm
7: -hmm.
2: So McGonagall just walks in there one day the next week and goes, Oh! Yeah, I know.
7: Actually, it's more of, let me read the line and then I'll give you my perspective on it. Getting it hung next to Dumbledore's portrait had taken his cloak, Luna's prior experience at sneaking into the office, and outgoing had Mistress McGonagall's opportune absence. She was helping them out. She was so helping them out. It's kind of like that whole, (laughs) it turns the other way thing.
2: Mm. Like they
7: were going in ready to sneak in (laughs) and then she's going, what are you two doing?
2: Oh, Nothing nothing at all mm. <laughs> let me just go check the library well, <laughs>
4: yeah certainly shouldn't have any lemon drops no, no, of course lemon know. drops is the gargoyle password or something so i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. i can see mm-hmm. that mcgonagall kind of with a wink and a nod helping him out and getting it in there mm-hmm. her uh mm-hmm. her strangely opportune absence we'll say yeah that would be yes. good I very much like the description of the painting, but that follows next and how it says about all the deep colors in the blacks. Even though it's all black, it has these hints of other colors that very much mirrors the personality of Snape. While he is, of course, outwardly very dark and forbidding and closed off, he still has these little cracks that some light seeps through. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And I have this impression that I've actually seen somewhere a picture of Snape dealing with a green cauldron. Although, I know the book with the petals and the ribbon and so forth are original to this fic.
7: I've probably seen something similar to the description, but I wasn't necessarily basing it off of any one thing. Just a thing in my head. Mm -hmm. I will say that I really
5: loved the parallel nature of the last line, just because in book one... We spend so much time thinking about, you know, Hagrid's eyes are full of warmth, but very dark, and Snape's eyes are equally dark, but Harry's thinking that these are, like, these cold eyes, and now at the end, the eyes aren't cold, it's that they're determined and brave.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
5: And then, of course, always.
2: Always. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Gotta end with that. Apparently one of Alan Rickman's favorite lines as well, so. There you go. So that was the long fic. There were a number of other ones, which I also liked. There's one called The Day After that P.S., our headmistress, wrote, which was very good and does actually cover the day after the big battle. Sue wrote one called It's Magic that made me laugh, which is always (laughs) a
5: good thing. I love It's Magic. It was fun. (laughs) I figured it out pretty quick, but I love knowing the process. Yeah, I honestly so. didn't
2: figure it out till the last paragraph. That's probably what made me laugh. But, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It was fun to do. I had a really hard time figuring out how to end it, and then it just finally flowed together, and it worked. So, mm-hmm. it was cool.
2: And both of these two also did a drabble, which tied <laughs> for first place among those. Sue's nice. is... I enjoy it. It's Neville coming into the greenhouse for the first time as he's about to apply for the teaching position. Mm-hmm. So it's been a few years, and here he is coming back into this greenhouse, which is the first place at Hogwarts he really sort of came into his own. So, it's a nice little moment to think about.
0: Really. And actually, Fern inspired this, because she wrote one about him going in and applying for a job, and that kind of made me think about it. And then I just kind of started playing with it. It was a little longer, and I wanted it to be a perfect arrival, so I cut it down. Quite a bit to make it just a hundred words.
4: Is it the one titled
2: Neville?
0: Yes.
4: Okay. I'd uh, like to see the longer version too. I think.
7: I don't know if I still have it. <laughs> it's probably written longer. So we'll see. I
4: liked yours. It, it really, really is cute. It's good. It emphasizes the juxtaposition between the Neville we see, and especially Book Two, where he's fainting at the sound because he's with the the Mandrakes, and then all the way to the end where he's, you know, that's his place. It's his thing, and. Mm-hmm. Comes a long way. Comes a long way in that time. Yeah, Our good of old course you
2: had to put the venomous Syntacula in there, because it's a Hufflepuff-in joke. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mike
0: had to be there somewhere, it just had to happen.
2: <laughs> nice. So, yeah. And Scarlet's Drabble is a little bit longer, mm. I think it must be a double Drabble or a triple Drabble, but it's Alba Severus' first day at school. Sort of the his point of view ride. of the epilogue and the train ride, and then mm-hmm. the feast at the end. And I just, I enjoyed it. It seemed like it really fit. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how everybody was surprised by his placement, except for him. He was just waiting for the blueberry cobbler. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so. like. <laughs> and I like where you've gone with it, because you've actually gone even
3: further. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I should start saying that. Let me see if there's any other points I wanted to make out of this specific one, Yada 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 yadda, on the forum, Someone was asking about, what about that whole Hogwarts secrecy with the sorting? Yeah. I think that was kind of toast when it went on fire on Neville's head. Yeah. So I think everyone really kind of knows about the sorting head at this point.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: And it's that he's nervous about it being Slytherin, not because it's Slytherin, but because it's not where his family is. Kind of that inverse black family thing.
3: Right. Yedda,
7: mm-hmm. yedda, um, yada yedda, yedda. And then what Sue was kind of hinting at is I have actually gone back and written, I guess it's two stories in sequel to this. Mm-hmm. One from Rose Weasley's perspective. She's the latest Weasley girl referenced at the end.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Sort of her perspective of her sorting um, Scorpius and Al.
2: I did like that Scorpius got sorted into Ravenclaw as well. That right. was yeah. a nice touch.
7: I have a whole reason. In Victoria. Yes, it felt like something that would work from floors and yeah. and all that. Well, what I love
0: about the other one is, you know, James is picking on Albus. You're going to be in Slytherin, you're going to be in Slytherin, ha ha, you're going to be in Slytherin. And Albus goes into Slytherin, and James is like, uh, wait a minute, you're supposed to be in Gryffindor. I was kidding. And he marches over to tell him you need to tell them, no, you have to be in Gryffindor. And Albus is like, no, I'm really excited about this. And James doesn't know how to accept it. And it's
7: great. It's just great to see yeah. that That's interact. fabulous. <laughs> that will be I, hopefully out by the time this podcast is released. I just need to come up with titles. Titles. I have to tell you, Scarlet, it took
5: me a good 20 seconds to figure out what you meant by that black family.
6: <laughs> you know relax <the> <laughs> you thought know, you know she was being racist
0: <laughs> have been hilarious. shame on you Scarlett we're going to have to cut this whole thing out if you're racist this is not
6: okay oh
7: my. I was like why you blame me like I'm a ginger come on <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, Drabel! does it, not it, offend it. people, Sue.
0: That's what I'm saying, uh, you know? We, we uh, never go after. Do I have
2: to put in a montage of all the times when people have apologized <laughs> yes, to various yes, countries? I, yes!
7: Do you it, know. do it, do it, do it, do
2: it! Yeah. But yes, this was a very fun drabble. I enjoyed it. Mm. It's not exactly a drabble, but neither are any of mine anytime I write one, so, yeah. It's good.
3: Well, and we had it's, to find 100 to 300 words, so it fit, but I was going yeah, for yeah. It's perfect fun to do hours.
5: perfect 100 drabbles, but it's really hard to get a solid plot in. Yeah. I, I mean, out there on listener land, if you doubt us that it's hard to write a drabble, try it sometime. You have 100 words it's to get a plot characterization and establishing backstory within 100 words
4: at least we're doing it in a previously realized world imagine trying to write a drabble about an original topic Ugh. yes when do you want to think if about you, that you,
5: they're not fun they make you cry mm.
3: they do
2: <laughs> but hopefully none of these drabbles and ficlets would make you cry unless they're supposed to but um, yeah you really should go and read definitely. all the rest of them because they're very good
7: yes. impressions yes. made me um, cry i never meant for anyone to cry because of that that just really surprised me when everyone was saying that I just wanted to go, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you couldn't say anything because they hadn't been revealed yet.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was
5: hard. In, in fact, I was so emotional the first time through, I didn't even notice the Neveluna. I was just like, what? What? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Second time there, I was like, oh, there's Neveluna in there. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to
7: slide. I've also written Neville and Hannah. Yes, separately. Neville Hannah. I mean, I not, that's actually just I, love I just Hannah. released
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I just saw those released in your live journal. Yes.
7: Well, I will say
0: thank you because you came up with this grand idea, and because of it, I got to write some fun things. It was only the second ever one shot that I'd ever written. I do travels. I, I guess maybe the Sortings count, but I don't count them like that so mm-hmm. it kind of made me stretch and grow, and I really appreciated that.
2: Mm-hmm. And you did a really good job, too. Thank you. Yeah, did I so.
0: curse you on your
5: timing, because I was in the middle of finals when you released this, so I couldn't enter anything, because I was furiously writing my uh, final term paper, but it was a really nice way to see how everyone was dealing with the end of an era, and yeah. um, really beautiful things have come out of it, and I hope no one hates me for what I said on there.
0: <laughs> no, and I will say that one, possibly two of the people that wrote were first-time writers who had never attempted to write before, and one of those wrote three. So that is really, wow. you know, to
4: be able to... That's what's always fun about those kinds of things, getting people out there who's never written before, maybe discovering that they enjoy it, mm-hmm. or that they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. So. It was fun to kind of rediscover my like of writing, because that kind of dropped off during high school. I mean, I did Puffwa travels, but it kind of just didn't happen for a while. So this was a great chance to get back into writing, and I've actually got a whole set of things that I just released, and got to read other people's stuff, and it was all exciting. I do plan on issuing more challenges. Official board is there will be.
5: Excellent. Just don't do it the second week of December because I'll be in my final finals then and I won't be. I won't be on even on Skype. Like, I'm just going to shut down and
7: do my best. Throw. December, <laughs> I have finals in December. Ooh, second week? Yay, no way. we all I have finals. Have finals. <laughs> 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 all right, well, let's
0: say
5: goodnight, everybody.
2: And good job, you guys. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Really good job. Well done.
4: Kudos. It was fun. Good, read. good night, everyone.
7: Good night. Buenas noches. Good night, (laughs) y'all.
4: So
2: hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives.
1: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.